One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com/acast code acast. Welcome to We Love to Hate Everything. I'm Jody, and along with my long-distance bestie Amanda, we live to break down all the things we love to hate. Each week, we scour TV, TikTok, and pop culture, and deliver you our unfiltered, snarky takes on everything. Take a moment to subscribe on YouTube so you catch all our live streams and shows, and follow the links in the banner to subscribe to our free weekly podcast and two Patreon shows, We Love to Hate TV and Total Request Podcast. Where you request the shows and we break them down. Once subscribed, you have instant access to our massive library of hundreds of past shows and recaps. We promise you'll love it. And listen, we're all friends here, so let us hear from you in the comments. We love getting to know you, and we hope you enjoy the show. All right, let's go. Hello and welcome to We Love to Hate Everything. I don't know where Amanda just went. There she is. Oh, we can't hear you, but oh, now you're there. I wanted everyone to know that Boot Lamp is officially back as my avatar. Oh well, uh, any new listeners? I'm Jody. Did I already say that? And the beautiful, the wonderful. You look great in gold. That goldy yellow. I got so mad at Jody because the second I got on, she's like, "You look so pretty," and I was like, "It's condescending to be told when you're that you're pretty when you're not pretty." <laughs> not true. And, and then we're just gorgeous. Okay. Well, okay, you're guys, let her know, please. No, don't, don't. But don't call me ugly either or fat. <laughs> oh well. Good morning, everyone. We have lots of people in the uh, in the chat here. Remember nice. to smash that like. Smash it. Good morning from Minnesota. Oh, we got a Minnesota Costas here. Boot lamp. Love yeah, it. these are all our regulars, guys. I, I love these it. Are amazing Sunday church. This is How's your Mother's Day, Amanda. I took Daphne to um, OEB it was that two weeks ago. I don't know. No, it was it was two. I think we already talked about it. I think we did too. Never I mind. I, might have been, like, I yeah. mean, okay, guys, guess what? Um, Scout apparently is uh oh, oh, God. God. <laughs> oh what a good no. day. Okay, okay. Scout, don't okay. do it. Tap dance. Da -da 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 -da. Okay. I want everyone to know that I'm this. I will be using this fan. This fan I bought it was three on on Amazon.ca. Three for five dollars, 
And it's making a world of difference in my life. I don't care. I don't care if I look like I'm in a Southern Baptist church. It's a uh, okay. nice breeze and it's silent. Um, now, if you remember, Amanda, you used to make fun of me for the last three or four years because I had a fan at my desk. I don't think that happened. You would make fun of me. It was an American flag one. <laughs> well, that's probably why it's making fun I of I carry one in my purse, one in my desk, and then one just around the house. Because I mean, I really run, recommend run this. Little, run a little hot. <laughs> yeah, I run, I run slightly hot. I mean, I'm going to have pitters in these by in this shirt by the end of the oh, day. Oh, that's okay. That is okay. Um, business. I have a lot of business, so okay. you, you can take the lead, and then I'll... Well, I was just listening to y'all on our, our Patreon, a teen mom episode with Kate and Tyler. I miss your, your impersonation. Oh, you're, so see, I was like, much. I don't think Jody's going to even listen to my new stuff. She's so busy. You're so busy. Of you listen? Yes. I'm not all the way through. I just got to Amber. Oh, Gary. Well, she, well, she's not, she's not happy this week. What? Yeah, we're pretty go lucky. I don't know about that. She's complaining you know about she Gary. A lot. She she went to like Purdue University, like the Boilermakers. Yeah. And, and didn't realize it's a, a totally different college. Yeah. It's like a for-profit. Yeah. Oh. Well, anyway, well, thanks for listening to that. Yeah. <clears throat> Check on that on Patreon. We love yeah. to hate everything. Amanda loves to hate teen mom going strong two whole weeks in a row without missing it. Although I, I really put it in at like the, like right at the, right at the bell there, but I, it got, it got out and I have a bunch of guests line up. You need to pick an episode. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. I can do that. I do. I do do have, I have Joan coming on. I have Alyssa coming on. I have, Keevan, who's like a person who's followed me from Squirrel Friends. Yes. Um, so just, and Julie, Justine, I'm going to force Nick to be on one. He's going to hate it, but I don't care. Uh, so check it out. Yeah, it's three three bucks on Love to Hate Everything, Patreon. I love how you always roast him because he doesn't know any of like the inside jokes or he'll be like, oh, what are you talking about? And you're like, well, obviously you haven't listened to anything that Jody and I have done in the last three years. Yeah, and he'll, be, he'll be like, well, I'll put it on the list. And I'm like, no, don't even put it on your fucking list. <laughs> you're not putting you that on a list, babe. <laughs> no, so, at least we're on the same page there. All right. What else? Um, I want to, again, uh, I just put promote our Instagram. Seems like Instagram's like a thing we should do. Like, I feel, I feel like Instagram's something that we could engage more. Okay. In. So maybe come, come follow us. I feel like once you have like a thousand people on Instagram, it's something maybe we're close. Okay. We're like 900. Okay. We don't really post anything there, but I could, if people were following us and wanted okay. to see anything, uh, I'm done with TikTok though. So join our Instagram. I don't know what the handle is, but you guys can find it. Um, okay. I have a couple podcast um, recos. Ooh, okay. Let's hear it. Okay, so first, this is a person, and look, like if some random person just messages us, like, I started a new podcast, chances are I'm not going to, I can't just promote every single podcast. But this right. this person has been following me and Jody from, like, 2018, or, like, probably earlier than that. And um, it's Elise Oram. Everyone here knows her, too, like, in the comments, I'm sure. And yeah. she... Uh, she messaged me last week and she's like, I just started my own podcast. And she wrote like the nicest stuff. Like you and Jody got me through stuff. And like, uh, well, maybe she didn't say that. She said a bunch of nice stuff. Like, oh, you, 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 you made got me it. feel like I could do a podcast. And we know then, we got her. She doesn't need to say it. Like, right. we know. 
we got right. her so, so well, I yeah, I, obviously. <laughs> I mean, right. If nothing else, we're helping. We're it's a pretty significant people. podcast we have here. That's, yeah, that's what yeah. we're here to do. But um, then I read it and then put it on my notes, and then I just never got back to her until last night. So she probably was like, "Oh fuck!" Like, oh. Like, but anyway, yeah. but I, I, so I, I messaged her, and she, um, I listened to a couple episodes last night. She has like a soothing podcast voice what would that be oh. like i don't know Vic. can you imagine <laughs> oh people hate my voice we know that um people hate my voice too i think that if we ever got a review what like have you ever gotten a review saying that you have a that they like your voice a long time ago but it oh, was okay. like a um but it was that i sound like the sweaty balls like the mom oh, oh sweaty yeah, balls yeah. thing but i I know what they're going for. Like the, what did you call it? Like, like the deep, the deep honey tone, like the, yeah. the honey tones or something. Like uh, yeah. The, those honey notes. Uh, <laughs> I got, but, well, my first podcast was with Nick who has like a natural radio voice. Oh, and mean. then there's me going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like I'm in laughing or something. Anyway, Elise Oram, here's her podcast. Um, it's called Unhinged Comfort TV Podcast. Oh, I love it. And this picture here is her with her dog. I love it. Oh, that is cute. Love it. Okay, I'm going to check that out. I don't understand how these new podcasters are getting logos made. Because, like, we didn't, we we don't do our own logos. We well, just we, we can help us with that. Yeah. Well, exactly. I did mine before, but I mean, it takes a lot of playing around with. Okay, well, I never have. Or like knowing young people. But she, her first episode was on Law and Order SVU, uh, the John Stamos episode. She did, but Whoa. she did it like. A while ago. Yeah. And then she recommended Law and Order SVU, the John Stamos episode, for us to do. So it all Guys. connects. Guys, that episode, we already put it out. We've talked about it before. I mean, it was something, I mean, something special. Speaking something of special. which, yeah. But anyway, guys, check out that, check out her podcast. It doesn't cost you anything to just click five stars and yeah. just like, if you want to leave a review or subscribe, it, it doesn't cost you anything and it helps everyone out so much more. But yeah, this is the episode. Uh, th any, that that was uh, put up this week, uh, this past week on our Patreon. Law and Order SVU Bang. Terrible uh, episode. Hilarious. And also, uh, he's a we got. Productive abuser. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sister Wives Commitment Celebration is coming up this week. The end. Yeah. Here it is. There's that tree. That's a cake. Oh, Dad's look at the cake. look at the shaft bark part of it. Look Why is it so shiny? It's and bad. again, it's the leaf size to tree ratio. If that's the size of the tree, you got to make the leaves in proportion to that. Well, it looks like a small penis, a small oh, like, a, like a stumpy peen. Anyway, oh, okay. um, oh uh, man, uh, Amanda. Record says, uh, when I first heard Jody, I imagined her as a strong African American woman for some reason. I think I feel like you've gotten that before. I'm honored by that, actually. Wow, <laughs> <Yeah>. thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so commitment so celebration, <laughs> and then coming up this week on TRP, we have um, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, an episode Mrs. X at the Gaslight. Oof. And then last week, I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't update these, but, uh, and the survivor Nicarag Nicaragua is on there. These are all mm -hmm. recent. Anyway. Um, also this week on Amanda loves to hate, uh, teen mom on our Patreon. This is a new banner. I added Jody. Um, 
Teen Mom OG season five, episode three. It's called Old Wounds. Wow. Triggering. Wow. Careful. Careful. That's a deep cut. Only it is a deep cut, but if you know, you know. I'll know that one. <laughs> yes. That's as deep a cut as me breaking a chair at Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. fell all the way down. Okay. Um, I have one more bit of business, which will lead us into like actual news and gossip. Uh, so do you have anything else? Uh, no, go for it. Okay. Uh, this week, I was on an episode of Resting Bitch Face podcast. Ooh. Oh, sorry. I was I'm pimping out uh, Nick here. Oh, go ahead. Do BFF it. trainer Bill had just mentioned uh, Nick on The Good Vanilla. His voice sends her to or him or her, them, he has, to Dreamland. He has zero, zero. He has a five-star rating on iTunes with zero other, like, he, like there's not even one person that clicked four stars or three stars, which is, yeah, like, amazing. rare. Yeah. yeah. There's um, Elise. Anyway. Hi, Elise. Yeah. Check her out, guys. Okay. Support We're all over the place. Okay. Sorry. I, I, I threw this off for you. So Justine You're and Julie, resting bitch face. Yeah, it's on their Patreon. Uh, it dropped last night, I think. But we were talking about, um, I mean, the biggest news going on right now. And it was, it's uh, okay. scandal Scandal. Okay. Fucking Vanderpump Rules. Now, now, the second part of the reunion has not come out, correct? No, Jody. It comes out Oof. Wednesday night, which means I can't watch it till like Thursday at four o'clock in the morning, which I ha already have a timer set for it. Shoot. Yeah. Um, that white nail polish, I hate that he ruined white nail polish for everyone. Oh, Funny yeah, Bunny yeah. was one of my favorite nail polishes. It's like a soft white. And now, obviously, anyone who wears white nail polish for the next forever years, they're going to be like, oh, oh. they're going to just get to automatically think of him. Remember back in the day in like grade four where you just painted your nails with white, white out? I never really did that. But you know what I did do? Did you ever do um, glue? And you put it on your hand. And you peel it off. Yes. Of course, oh, you don't think God. I would do something like that? <laughs> something disgusting where I get to like pick and peel at something? <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay. So where are you? I feel like you're not. All you've seen is these two episodes. Like the finale and. Yes. The, the Scandal episode and, finale, and the first part of the finale. I mean, listen. The guy is. I think that's why I have narcissist talk on my TikTok algorithm. It's one. Oh, me after. too. I can't get me off too. narcissist. Talk. I'm like, yeah, I know, I know, I know all of this. I, I know. It. Been I there, it. done that. I stopped yeah, saying don't, it to me. Don't remind all me of I these see. things. Yeah, me too. God. Um, and then I think it's like trying to tell me that I'm a narcissist. I'm like, wait. Oh. Well, it really fucks with you. Um, yeah. But what was I gonna say? What was I just saying? Anyway, um, yeah, I really oh, just know the Scandaval, uh, that first part of the reunion, He's uh, he is a classic gaslighter, narcissist, uh, just a piece of shit, a cheater. Um, I mean, I think he deserves to get all the yelling and screaming at him. I want okay. Rachel, Raquel, to come out, but I feel like they're not going to do that till the very end, or, or she's no, going to be she's by in herself. Next, she's in the next episode oh, with everyone for sure. 
Yes, because it says <gasps> next time on the next episode. Like they wouldn't okay. say on the next episode and then show her. Like, I mean, that would be really shitty. I feel like they're so going to keep we, her on there for a while. Do we know if it's going to be a two part or a three part? It's a three part. Oh, okay. What do you think of Schwartz? I fucking hate him more than I hate him. Yeah. But that's only because, now let's get in, first of all. Okay. uh, But put a pin in that. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting getting heated here. Um, I feel like- I know, I'm trying to fix this lighting. I mean, obviously we like set up this. Okay, so listen, I know people are probably going to ask because I had someone already send me a message. What is the box in the back? It's a new hood for my stove. So just- Oh, everyone's just going to have to deal with that. So God, you're just buying, are. you're just, you're Robin Brown over there with all the, Oh, I mean, all the remodeling. Yeah. No, anyway, I, I'm, I'm getting that granite. Don't start with me, babe, because now you agree. Money, that honey. Is... Savings. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. And I had to get a new water heater. I mean, that was, fun. that's a pretty that's fun purchase. Fun, that's fun money to spend, you fun. know? Yeah. The toilet that you installed by yourself last year. That was really fun too. And then having someone come to um, declog it for $300. Like that was really fun too. Because Dave took a big dump in it probably. Um, <laughs> I Oh, here's what I was going to say. I've been thinking this. I think men hate. Men are so triggered by the word gaslight. And oh. they hate it so much because us stupid women somehow got together and figured out like a word for how men try to manipulate us. And now we have a actual word for it. So when we can Mm -hmm. point it out to them, they can't say anything back. And then they get so mad. Well, they can't say anything back because if they do, it is actual gaslighting. Yeah, I know. If they say, I know it's not. not. It's not gaslighting. I know what gaslighting is. You (laughs) know what gaslighting is. Yeah. Really? No, we fucking know. Yeah. yeah, no, the first t- time I ever heard the word was a few years back when I was with Bacon Fingers uh, and uh-huh. I was messaging one of my best friends, Erica, and she, I was like, yeah, he says this and then he says he didn't do it and then I feel crazy and she's like, gaslighting. And I was like, yeah, totally. And then I like Google gaslighting. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, totally. Totally. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, I think men hate that word. But here, so here's what you're you've only watched those couple episodes yeah. plus the two we've done out of context on TRP. Right. Now I jocks and Stassi. I've accomplished a, I need to talk to jocks. They were jocks watching the movie Kitty. Drive and then Kitty. and Schwartz was in the other ROM. But uh I went, I did oh, wait, where is this? Here it is. I accomplished. Oh, I've seen the past this. two days. Yes, because Julie sent this to us. Oh, yeah. uh, my camera roll is at the bottom there. I didn't edit that out. Oh, uh, it's not, nothing interesting. Pictures of oh my, my God. Are any boobs uh, in there? Any boobs? No. Anything that? Okay. Am I sending boobs to you? To like to be like, what do you think of this mole? What do you think of this mole? Um, okay, so here you probably can't see it, but if you guys look up, if you want to care about Vanderpump, because I was like, I need to know what this is because everyone's fucking talking about yeah. it. Yeah, this is exactly how it was after Christine left Caudi, mm. and everyone was talking about it. And I'm like, okay, I guess I need to fucking do this. Right. Here's, if you type in Vanderpump Rules Catch Up Guide, it gives you these episodes. It's like. 10 12 15 episodes or something and if you watch these this is what i did and julie said she did this too i watched all of these and it gives you a good representation of specifically tom and 
um, Ariana's relationship. So they both Ariana. like kind of, Ariana. <laughs> no, Ariana. No, I didn't. His voice is very like this. No. Oh, so we're it's opening Brady. Schwartz and Sandy. Okay, so every episode he looks really bad in it. So I'm like, just I, I'm texting Justine the whole time. I'm like, how the fuck do you like this guy? Because he's like cheating in every episode. And she's like, well, that's because you're cute. only. I don't think he's cute at all. At all. He's His not teeth, a He's oh. just like I don't want him touching. Squirmy. Me. Yeah. No, not attractive. But, so I watched all of those episodes. Then. I watched, I mean, I'd already watched the finale and the reunion, watched all of those things, slammed those out in two days. It was a, it was a couple days of not showering. <laughs> I changed my bed sheets afterward uh, just from like laying there for so long. And yeah. then I watched, I'm just finishing now all of season 10, like every episode of season wow. 10. Now I'm going to go back to season one. This is what you Oh my gosh. Do. I'm this into it. Thing. This is your new sister wives. Well, nothing will ever be sister-wise, but sure, this is a sure, close sure. second, and I really recommend okay. you do this too. Maybe with Paige. Is it appropriate? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, okay. yes. She's. I feel like she's seen worse. Okay. Well, I don't. Don't ask me. I'm not a parent, but uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Now let me ask you this. So, uh, from the time that you just watched those two episodes or whatever, right? Scandal yeah. reunion. Does it really change that much about how you feel about the people if you were to rewatch all those? 100%. 100%, yes. Really? Yes. Yeah, there's such a development you're watching. Oh. It's amazing. I would think even worse of him. Like, I can't possibly think Oh, no, he's awful. But, okay, so here's the thing. Schwartz, I think, is worse because watching him, trigger alert, gaslight, Katie. Justine hates Katie. She's my favorite girl. Really? Like, I love Katie. Yeah, I, I, I feel for, like, I see the episodes I've seen, I'm like, I feel bad for you. Like, this sucks. And the way he treats her, he'll get, he'll push her to the edge. Like, he'll get her, like, really, like, riled up. And then he'll be like, oh, oh God, you're just, look at her. Look at what Katie's going crazy over there. And then she'll go to storm out to, like, be alone. And then he'll be like, Bubs, 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 no, come, come on. Come on. Like, you're my best friend. Like, come on, please. I love you and you love me. Because he plays and the nice guy. Cycle. Yeah, he's just, it's a complete cycle. He's so manipulative and, like, it's like you're a 40-something-year-old man. But he has like, glasses. He does, and they're trendy, and I feel like they're they don't even have fond of all his glasses. Oh, they're definitely not prescription. <laughs> no, there's no way. Yeah. That's all. That is, I would say, that is even worse than like the men jewelry with like the rings and like the water bead bracelets and the and the red string and the cuff. Uh, I mean, Robin Brown, she loves a cuff. Tree of life. Oh, loves a cuff. <laughs> Tree of life. Hate um, that. and then like everyone. At certain points in the whole series, people like get together and then they break up. And then when you like just go to like the man, when the man lives alone, hit their apartment, I'm like, oh my God, I forgot what this is like to like see a man's apartment. And it's like, I could never live with this person. Huh. Depressing? <laughs> huh. Yeah. Tom Schwartz's apartment is especially dirty. It's like, wow. you can't have a camera crew coming today. Oh, they could get like a cleaning lady, baby, Wingstop, baby. Ooh, Adam, Adam, uh, Adam Ra Rabel, Rabel uh, says, Katie has always been my favorite. I'm pissed. Scum, scum Duvall is from my Ooh. hometown of STL, St. Louis. St. Louis. 
Yeah. All right. So it's Megan King Edmonds. Where are you going? Sorry about that. Adam, I miss your Chelsea. Oh, she's coming back, Dad. It's Dad. very much like a Chelsea Mom. Whatever happened to their show, by the way? Is it still oh, on HGTV? No, I think you got picked up for a second season, which kind of enrages me. What? Um, Diamonds okay. and Henna. Henna says Kristen is my favorite. Kristen is another very controversial character, but I love her too, kind of. I've it's listened to watch what happens there. Have you listened to the recaps of Vanderpump Rules? I listened to it like they. Pl I played like seven episodes while I slept okay, last good. night. So I didn't, yeah. but it's in, it's in my body at least. I only but, know their impersonations of people. And I know like Kristen's is like, you guys. Like, this yeah, she's pretty masculine. Thing. And Sheena. Um, like the way they do <laughs> Sheena's voice is hilarious. Like a bubble in her throat. She does always kind of have a bubble in her uh -huh. throat. She's like, okay, I so, thought what Raquel said a bubble. Now, she based said, I thought it was on Bible, but she kind of bubbled it in her girdle like bubble. No, her, she's in a, Sheena's in a, like a Uber, an Uber, Uber pro commercial. Have you, has that come up for you? No. Like, I got this Uber, oh, Uber pro tip for you. Oh, some hot deals. Oh yeah. And, I don't like and, that. It's, it's, and then Lala's in the, uh, Lala's like in the sound booth and she's like savings and it's just super iconic. She bugs me. Okay. Well. This is going to be my exercise right now. I was oh, going to say, okay. who's your, like, okay, so watching what you know, like, the little you know. Okay. What, who's your favorite? Like, your who's your favorite boy right now? Let's do three, two, one. Um, wait, hold on. I have to think of, um, uh, so there's Jocks, who wasn't on the reunion, like, I, but I know he's from yeah, before. We'll, we'll put him in the mix, though. There's, there's Jocks, Scandival, Schwartz. Schwartz. And who's Chimes. the other dude? James, James looks like one of those little symbol monkeys. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the wind up in a like, he like looked, a little like circus he monkey like symbol a bartender thing. from like Bosnia that I used to work with who was very flamboyant and like ref, like wouldn't come out of the closet. But he looks exactly like him and acts like him. So that's all I can think of. Okay. I liked him. Um, um, who, yeah. Who's your, so who's okay. your favorite guy? Oh, I mean, th that is, this is a mean question to ask. I, I, okay, so if based on my limited knowledge, you'd have an easy. I mean, easy. based on my limited knowledge, I guess I have to say James, even though I know yes. that he's called someone fat, Lala fat, which is yeah. outrageous. He didn't call Lala fat; he called Katie fat. Oh, she's like okay. Well, boy. any of them, Jesus. Yes, uh, I heard that too. Justine's like Amanda's going to hate him, but watching his journey, I do agree. He's come a long way, and he is. So entertaining. The accent gets him away with a lot more than oh, for sure. The accent. But he That's is for so any funny. You could yeah. be a piece of shit and come here, and you have a British accent or Australian or an Australian accent. And you're you're getting it in. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. Okay. So who's your favorite girl? Okay. Um. Oh geez. I mean, I guess. Ariana, but I don't, I really only know her from this episode. If I were watching the other ones, just entertainment value wise, yeah, is pretty entertaining. Just because oh, she she's so talks. dumb. Yeah, no, I she's can't so dumb, her. but I don't know any. I lift her right out. Okay, I was going to say, I don't know any of her backstory besides the Brandy Glanville thing, but my, my first thought is Ariana. 
Lala, I think, just seems like a horrible, I mean, not to use narcissistic, overuse it, but like clearly they all are. They all are to a certain extent. Well, Billy Bowen in the chat agrees with you saying, good instincts, Jodie. Lala is a piece of work. Now, guess who my favorite is? My favorite girl. Lala. Oh my God, I love her so much. Savings. She's so great. I love her. I think she's Ugh. like sucks kind of as a person, but I think that if you are her girlfriend, she will like stab someone in the face for you. I like that. Well, she, she can because she's skinny and she's hot. That's her personality. Like, say yeah. something truly funny and original. She, no, she Go. is funny. I think she is funny. I think she yeah, is. Yeah, but you're watching her in comparison to all these talentless. Vapid. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But Ed, sure. Now, my favorite thing is her and James's relationship because they're like besties and they've oh, like had okay. drunken sex a couple times, but like they're just Oof. friends. Them on the reunion was just the best thing. Because, like, listen, she has hated Raquel forever. Like, at least through all of season 10. So, and also that's Ra Raquel is James's ex-fiance. And there's speculation. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's speculation that the affair started while they were still together. And that's why she ended, she called off the engagement. So James has a new girlfriend now. And he, like, hates Raquel, obviously. So can you imagine how like tantalizing that would be if you like satisfying that this is going like, down oh. and, like we get to go to the like they didn't really each of them didn't really have that much of a storyline this season so all they have to do at this reunion is just like scream at I, tom I, and something what? buzzing around me and it sounds like a fucking helicopter so there's probably gonna be some huge bee is there uh well there's those goddamn birds that are constantly <laughs> <laughs> Don't even start me with the birds. The birds are back. This is a, a yearly thing. Every summer, every bird in North America decides yeah. to descend on my bed. You, and I'm not exaggerating, right? I mean, you've heard it. And I can't get them to go away. I've tried spray. I've tried reflective things. I have fake owls. They will not go away. Oh, God. The happiness. Oh, Lala's friends with Heather McDonald. Mona okay. Reiki in the chat says Lala's friends with Heather McDonald. And uh, we'll just leave okay. that. Okay. So okay. that's a point against her. Uh, anyway. <laughs> but anyway, if you guys don't think... Listen, we try. We, I, we stayed away from Vanderpump Rules forever. Justine was like on the ground begging us with yes. her last breath. Please watch this. You guys will like it. And we just didn't. And now I am so hooked. It's all right, I think. If I have about. time, I will go through that list if I have time to do it. For sure. Do that. And once you go through the list, though, you're not going to be able to stop. Okay. Okay. I trust you. Now, can I, okay. I know that you have started the ultimatum or maybe finished it. I don't know where it's at. Uh, I can't mm. get it on my Netflix, babe. Really? That's Yeah. Weird. I don't know why. Because I have to sign in under my kid's account. And I don't know if there's a filter that's been put on it or something, but the ultimate, it's on Netflix, right? Yeah, but I wonder if you it can use my account. for me. Because I, I didn't have to change to a Canadian stuff. account. Well, why don't I just give you my Netflix account? Shh. Don't <laughs> let Netflix listening. know. The machines are exactly. listening. Okay. Oh, they're always listening. Okay. okay yeah, I, I swear I tried and I couldn't find. There was some movie that came up, but I couldn't. Get, I, couldn't I watched. Get. I watched some. Here, I even have the thing here because I thought we talked oh. about it. But uh, I tried to watch this last night and I could not. Uh, I, I like fell asleep 
I'm like, oh. I need to be engaged for this. From what from what I saw, I was also really stoned. From what okay. I saw and what I remember, it looks like it's gonna be good. Oh. And I'm very attracted to all of the all of like the butcher person, like people in the couples. I'm very attracted to. Okay, okay so like that's who I would probably. So be. you're the is this an antiquated term? You're the lipstick. Yeah, but I'm not though because I'm busted. Oh, shut. <laughs> uh, anyway, but so let's. I'll give you my. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll send you something about my password. And uh, we'll is it all female or are there males? Or it's, all, all it's all lesbians. Things. All lesbians. Yeah, okay, got it. That's enough to kind of get us engaged. Great. And something else I wanted to talk about. Well, hold about. on. I mean, hold on. I'm saving the best question for last about that. I hate you so much that that freaking whatever that is. She's wearing a top hat and she's screen. holding a little turtle. Um, but like, no, what really. Is, what is enough enough with this woman? I don't know. She was like, she like, t he was on the news the other day. Oh God. Okay. Okay. It's enough. Like preparing for like a television interview. <sighs> she was like brushing the, brushing the shell. Like, doesn't that feel good, Howie? Yeah. Well, we don't know. That's the thing. It could be hurting Howie. No, Crabs are sentient, jawdy. How do what we know? How does this woman know? She's a crab scientist. Uh, what else we got? Um, anyway, oh, I was going to um, say, is is Vanessa Lachey hosting? That's what we all want to no, know. No, another random thing is like this other host came out, and I was like, <gasps> and I don't know if the host is is queer in some way, but like I was just mm. happy to know that it was not Vanessa. So I feel like Netflix must have seen it coming beforehand okay like, sure. optics aren't great on that one yeah now people are asking can i just add an account not um, from a kid's account because then kids would just do that yeah they're on their dad's so i don't have a profile on that account you mean uh, you don't want to get into a three-day fight about asking for his password no we're good babe we're totally good. <laughs> Um, okay. Has anyone watched Platonic on Apple TV? I just don't want to forget this. I Never did watch the first episode. It's with Rose Byrne, who's married to super hot Bobby Cannavale and um, Seth Rogen. And they play like, I, again, I just saw the first episode, but they were really tight when they were younger. And then she got married and kind of became like the typical stay at home mom. But he's still kind of just like a, you know, Seth Rogen-ish type. And right. now they're like, meeting back up together and that's kind of like where i left off oh, but, um, i would actually like that obviously they're gonna fuck um i love seth rogan well obviously he's, he's like his laugh would his laugh in the morning before i coffee <laughs> would really i'd be like i need you to not laugh for exactly two hours but his book his autobiography or you can listen to it on audible or audiobook is so freaking good it it's is it's so very good. funny and endearing it's great uh, what, what am I doing here? Oh, okay. So are you, I, and I know you're not, are you watching the new season of, where the fuck is it? Of Drag Race? No, but I know you and Nick are, and you're covering we're, it. We're back. Squirrel Friends right. Cocktail Hour. And I mean, we're not really back back and we're both such pieces of shit that like we kept like putting off recording and it's like, do you want to push till tomorrow? Oh yeah. Oh, actually I'm recording with Justine. Like it was, it was just, <laughs> so we had, we waited until three episodes passed and then we had to do a full recap on all three episodes. So we're going to be back like every three episodes to talk about this, but oh, it's good. Really? And are there any Queens that I would know? Well, Alyssa Alexis, Edwards, is she on it? Alexis Michelle is on it. 
don't know if you remember that name. Well, I know that they wrote you a letter. She yeah. Wrote you a letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll just say that. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to hear that letter read, uh, you can check out our Patreon mm-hmm. uh, 420 episode from last year. Ah. We read the whole letter out. It was not Alexis Michelle. No. Oh, definitely. A listener. No, a it even listener. said in the it even said in the email, this is not Alexis Michelle. So <laughs> obviously it's not her. Right. Boom. Anyway, but they're in it and she she's in it and she's getting a really bad edit and I'm kind of loving it. Uh who else? You would you would know a lot of people, I think. Maybe not. Mrs. Kasha Davis is in it, and she's where we got, we actually interviewed her on our podcast, and she's where we got our, uh, there's always time for a cocktail. Oh, all right. But now she's sober, so it's, it, there's always time for kindness, which doesn't really pack the same punch. Yeah. Mocktail? Yeah, yeah that's even worse. No, if, even if you're sober, you can still say there's always time for a cocktail. Yeah. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, okay, so there's that. Now we got a couple big finales coming up this week. Okay. Oh, for, oh wait, wait. Let's talk about this one really quickly. Are you watching the other? T- oh. No, but I know I need to because is there a new season? Right. Yeah, but I'm just working my way through. I'm just started season tall, and okay. I'm like halfway through that. But it is so good. It's so a good. Great show. It has 100 yeah. percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It is very very good. They're really funny. It's a great premise. And it's just their, yeah, their relationship, their banter. It's very real. It's great acting. I loved the first season. Loved it. And a lot of the writers are like people like in the Los Culturistas community. Oh, nice. Okay. So did you did you ever watch um Love That for You with Vanessa Bayer? No, I feel like that came and went. It did, but the first season, I think, if you have Apple TV, it's on there. Um, but it's it's really funny. Like if you like Vanessa Bayer, you'd love it. And Matt Rogers is on there from Las Culturistas. Yep, yep. He's a yes, writer for the other two. Okay, yeah, it's really good. I love so. That. Oh. And if you have HBO Max, like that's just one that I'd really. Well, really that's like. a whole other thing. HBO now Max now merged with Paramount, and now it's just yes. Max. But I I logged in with my HBO Max account, and it just. It, it didn't make me re-put in a password or anything. Oh. So it okay. just transferred. So can you share me. your HBO Max? Well, we'll talk about We'll figure this out. Or I is mean, yours mine? It, m- m- okay. Well, I'm, I'm using someone else's account. Uh, but it, okay. And it worked. I, did, I didn't have to put in my password again. Okay. Got it. Got so it. So you separately should be fine. Okay, got it. To just log in without having to put it. We're, we're dancing around something in here. Oh yeah, we're doing a great. I don't job even of know it. if we know that it's the same thing, but like, <laughs> we'll figure it out. Just a quick um, note. Um, yeah. Zachariah on yeah. TikTok. Here, I keep forgetting to say this. Can you guys all like, like, I want to start like a trend to get him to be a guest on our show. Because he loves Sister Wives. He loves Sister Wives. And, like, I feel like I know him already. Absolutely. And he's got a podcast now. And he would be so bitchy and sassy. I think, especially if if we were, like, we go pretty blue and you can say whatever you want. And I think Uh, he would like the cameo that we got from Christine. Girls. We have two from Christine Jaudy and one from Janelle. Oh, Janelle. I I don't don't know where the necklace is. I lost it a long time ago. Can you do an impression of that? Talking about the, oh, the, the boot lamp? 
Yeah, the necklace on the boot. Oh, lamp. boot lamp. I, I um, yeah, I got the necklace. It was really nice. Wow, I mean, wow, it's been a long time. I know I, I put it down somewhere, and I don't really remember where it went. But um, yeah. Bye. You have such good teeth. Oh, well, you probably go to the dentist. <laughs> it's free point. for you, I'm sure. No, it's right? not, Georgie. What? How yeah, dare? That's, that's an add-on. How dare Canada? Holy yeah. cow. Probably cost me a hundred bucks to see the dentist. Well, I mean, you get enough preventative stuff for free on the other end of it. So I'll just wait for my next good. government check, my free government check to come. That's By the right. way, the elections are tomorrow. My first time voting. You have to remind me because I probably will forget and then not go. Oh, Daphne's so going to remind me. I'm not even worried. Oh, Daphne's Daphne. Definitely. Daphne and Debbie are going to remind you. I'm not Don't vote NDP Amanda, whatever you do. Yeah, but then Sorry. you found out, like, that's who you need to like, vote for, right? Kind of yeah. Let's, oh, another thing I really want to address that everyone's been kind of, I'm just going to say bitching about, but rightfully so, the Patreon app. Can we talk about this Patreon app? You guys hear about this? You hear about this? Doing crowd work here. Uh, okay. <laughs> every, the Patreon app sucks, you guys, and we're so sorry, and there's nothing we could do about it. Um, a lot yeah. of, like, if, you pre- if you're using the Patreon app and you press play, it, like, won't work. Some episodes won't download. I would really recommend just going to, like, if you click on, like, love to hate TV and then go to your membership, your RSS link will be in there. Right. Copy that link. And then put it in your pod, like put it in your podcast library. You can do that. If you are having trouble with that, uh, you can message one of us and we will guide you through it because it's kind of a bitch to do, but it's easy. Yeah. But I just want to say like, we are aware of this and there's nothing we can do. And unfortunately, Patreon has the yeah. entire podcast community by the balls. Right. Yeah. Just copy paste that into whatever. Um, oh, oh, I was, I was just going to say, I mean, Thanks, boxing historian. Huge fan over here. Podcast women suck. We're boring. Go make a sandwich or clean up. Great Thank idea. you. Uh, I know, I'm not even going to kick. I'm not even going to kick them out. Oh no! Stay a while. Learn some things. It'll be good to have a man in here anyway. Dumb. Yeah, explain it to us like we're women. Okay. Boxing like, historian, can you can you explain this chart to me, please? <laughs> I mean, could. I, I, well, we do don't, worry, don't worry, a man made this chart. I just copied it. Yeah. So it, it's because there's facts. Yeah. So when the market. It's even, it's even underlined. <laughs> yeah. When the market goes up, that means high. Well, it's here right now. But it but then, might go down, all the way down. All the way down. Okay. Oh, got it. Uh, all right. So okay. actually, I, if I can talk a little bit um, while I was painting some windows yesterday. Um, I was feeling my inner Auntie Debbie. I put on yellow jackets, even though last week I was like, okay, I'm done with it. I can't really watch it. But I have been watching it, so don't give away any spoilers. Okay, I I won't give any spoilers, but I just, I put it back on. It's not as like supernatural. I don't know. I have such mixed feelings on it. And I guess I don't want to ruin it, especially if you haven't watched it. And I don't want to have any spoilers. I'm just so mixed on it. Did you see the finale? I don't know if that was the finale, but I did watch the last episode. I think the finale has aired as far as I know. Okay. Well, maybe I didn't because I didn't get like the last 10 minutes. So I'll, I'll go back and double check. Um, 
Yeah, so I mean, you watched you the whole watching, season up until the last. 10 well, now minutes. that you said that, I'm like, oh well, maybe I didn't watch the last ten minutes because I had to wash my brushes, Amanda. It's a show you trees. need to actually sit and like focus on. It's not. It's not a. It's not a cleaning the house kind of show. Well, no, I was. I mean, I was like, I mean, when you're painting, it's not like there's anything you're really thinking about besides like up and down and sideways. So I was listening. Um, I will say, if I can just say this, and this is not a spoiler, it's, it doesn't become completely Lottie centered. It kind of veers away okay. from it being all about Lottie kind of. Um, and there's some things that are not shocking, but also surprising. I just feel like it needs to start moving a little bit. Like is there a season three? In there's there's got to be. I just feel like we're getting caught in this like weird stuff. Like let's see uh, however much weird, creepy, cannibal-y, maybe it's not cannibal. Is it real? It's getting like into that lost territory of like, okay, we need to start learning something to move yeah. beyond. It's opening up like little side storylines. And I'm like, you can just keep it to like, like an ABC yeah. storyline. I'll be fine watching it. Right, right. Um, I don't know. Let me guys let me know what you guys think if anyone's watching it and smash that like. I'll definitely smash that like. Um, okay, a couple finales coming up. Um, first, um, well, first let's talk about Mrs. Maisel. Now, Mrs. Oh. Maisel. Oh, that took over the whole screen. Uh, Mrs. Maisel finally ended. <sighs> I've been wait like series. It's over. It's <gasps> over, baby. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know it was ending. Yeah. And I thought it was good. Okay. This is another example of a show that opened up way too many plot lines and had too many side characters. So it was impossible to wrap it up. Okay. Like wrap up everyone. But the way it ended was appropriate and good. And, it, and I think the last few, like last couple of minutes was perfect. It was like therapeutic. Um. So in this episode, I'm not going to give away any spoilers. I mean, everyone, you know what's going to happen anyway, but she gets kind of a big break and she does a stand-up routine. And you know that the worst part of the show for me is when she does stand-up because she's bad at it and the dialogue is terrible and it's not funny. Is and she supposed just, to be bad at it or no? No, the audience is like, oh. ah! like clapping and wooting. And it's like, she didn't say anything. She said shit. Okay. Uh, but she gets like her kind of big break and she performs this monologue. It's not funny in any way, shape or form, but I did cry because I was still like, I'm like, okay, I'm, I was like proud of her and happy for her. So that okay. at least says something like the character I hated the most in the show. I was like, good for you. Okay. Is that supposed to be like, is this a spoiler? No. Like Cause like the whole. They give a lot of like flashbacks and flash forwards throughout the whole season leading up to it. So you already kind of know how she got her break. But, oh, okay. Uh, so the whole premise of the show is it's leading up to her getting her big break. She hasn't gotten it already. Like now she's got Exactly. Yeah. But then this um, last season, they flash forward a lot to see like what happened with her kids and like her parents oh, and stuff. Nice. But um, there's a really lovely moment where she like finishes her set and oh, like could I cry? Uh, and then it just shows Alex. You, this really is a show you love to hate. It was just a really lovely moment between women because it shows her, her agent, Alex Borstein, Susie, standing at the side of the stage, and she's so proud of her. And I was like, Aww. Oh my god, that would be Jody. 
No, I'm just going to say, yeah, you, you're, the, you're the beautiful, funny one. You're the talent. And we're doing, we are going to be covering an episode on TRP. Oh, um, but you're going to hate that episode. I, yeah, it's the worst. It's so obnoxious. It's what is it called? Like Mrs. Something? Or Mrs. X at the Gaslight. Okay. But the concept, I'll tell you now the concept. Okay. She bombs once. And she's like, this isn't fair that I bombed. What's that I'm, like? I'm pretty and thin and everyone should like everything I say. Uh -huh. So she goes, she starts going to like parties and like doing like stand up. Like oh, okay. she's like telling a story and everyone in the room is like, what's that girl over there saying? Who's that girl? Yeah. Yeah. And they like surround her and like clap mm. after she says a story. Like so th that's the premise. We of the get episode. that all the time <laughs> where people love when we like go off on tangents and stuff. It's great. Yeah, well, I mean, there's there are people watching us right now. Um, not to mention a boxing historian who who wants us to go make a sandwich. Don't yeah. worry, I'm gonna eat a whole bunch after this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, last one. You don't think we've already thought of that? Please. You, you don't think I just ate like blasted through an egg egg and cheese uh, McMuffin this morning? Ooh. I made it myself, so it was healthy. Oh, okay. Oh, can I give you a little update? So, my daughter. Speaking of eggs. My daughter had like a eighth grade dance thing. Oh whatever. my god, this is and crazy! <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? So they told the kids at the the menu they were gonna like have food there, and it was gonna be cheese pizza, cupcakes, and deviled eggs. And I'm so like, two hundred and fifty deviled eggs at room temp, sitting out yeah, all day at, at best room temp, combined like, with a bunch of teenagers jumping around and sweating. Moving. I was like, it's going to be a sulfuric bomb in there. Oh or like God. those toilets gonna are going to be fumigate the whole disaster. <laughs> okay. So of course the first thing I, when I pick her up later, they went to a friend's house and I pick her up later. I'm like, do they, did they really have double eggs? And she's like, no, they didn't. And I was instantly like, oh. like I, I was so disappointed. So what was it? Just like a joke? A bait and I switch? I guess, but it wasn't a joke to me. Like, I was invested in this. I wanted to know about the deviled eggs. And then you said something like, if I was making those, my fingies would have been bleeding, peeling all those oh, eggs. my fingers were hurting imagining just peeling those eggs. I have looked at every hack on TikTok, online, on YouTube, on yeah. how to, like, make a deviled, uh, like, a, a boiled egg that will just peel right off. I you already I've have a look on your some. face. You already have a look in your face like, oh, well, I've never had trouble with it. No, I don't do a lot of boiled eggs and stuff. Me neither. Because you have to, like, wait for it to cool before you eat it. It's like. But I know I've seen hacks about how to get the None of them off. work. Oh, okay. I've tried, I've tried them all. And I don't want to wait. Oh, okay. it, I don't want to sit there and wait. I want to eat now. There's, like, a meme that's, salad like. Sandwich. I've only had it once in my life. It was like in seventh oh. or eighth grade, a friend's mom made it and it was delicious and I've never had it. I don't even know what to put in it. Hmm. What, I'm just like send, chopped up hard boiled send. egg? Yeah, you're basically making like, like a- tuna, but with You're eggs. basically making um, deviled eggs, but then you just kind of mash it up and mix it up. You cut it. Okay, so it's the hard boiled eggs, what, onion? Yeah. Mayo? You, some people- Mayo, lemon juice, paprika. You can put in um, celery for a little crunch. Yeah, you can put a little crunch. Uh, I like to put in a little bit of like jalapeno or pickle juice in there for a little zest. Okay, don't like that. What about like um, like a thinly, very, very thinly sliced like a radish? 
like once it's on the bread. I think having like a little crunch is essential. Oh, yeah. Just sure. a bit. Just a bit. I don't think I'd ever buy a I've never purchased a radish in my life. Um what were you what were we talking about? Um eggs, the dance. Uh Scout's about to lose it. Scout, don't do it. Look how good Walter's being over there. Stinky, Walter. Oh, I was just gonna say speaking of stinky, if there's nothing else you have, I did want to bring up a little bit of sister wife stuff if we can transition. But one more one more thing. Um what is this? Oh, I hate oh, you. No, I, I genuinely didn't know what that was because the, the icon the avatar was so small. You're like, oh, speaking um, of shells, here's a fucking stupid crab. I hate that thing. Where is it? I can't find the picture. Okay, well, whatever. Barry, the, the season finale of oh. Barry airs tonight. I don't I know a single just person. Back. It did. It's only like eight episodes. Oh, okay. This, it's the final season. Again, finishing out the whole thing. Wow. Forever. Okay. And it's wild. I don't know how anyone's going to get out of this mess, but uh, it's fucking crazy. And I don't know a single person that watches this. And I just want someone to talk to about this. So okay. if anyone out there likes Barry, please message me so we can talk okay. about it. You had me watch an episode for TRP. Some crazy episode. There was like a gymnastics ninja girl. Yes, uh, that was kind of a weird standalone episode where you didn't yeah, really need Yeah, but it was funny. It, it was great. It was it's an amazing weird as hell, but it was funny. Yeah, so this whole season has been insane. Like, every episode, I'm like, holy... Like, the things that... Bill Hader is a fucking genius, so... Okay. Great. Uh, okay, so you can transition on to... Okay, I was going to go like. from um, stinky, sulfuric egg farts right to uh, Cody... Attending Savannah's graduation. I mean, first I of all, Savannah, I, is there a more gorgeous high school senior than her? Well, any of you who have like daughters who have also graduated, but my God, she's stunning. Cody's, <laughs> immediately I looked at his hair and I thought, wow, Leon looks exactly like him. I can see that. God, the hair. And, and I went, oh, sorry, I, was gonna, I went to go, find, well, his necklace, who's, Someone on Reddit did the research and it's a um, $1,200 necklace. Sure. Robin bought it at three in the morning, just like, yep. like, and like a huge dopamine fix. And now it's Cody's like an like, amulet with, um, with sapphire, like green sapphires around it or something. Okay. But I can find that at Claire's. So, so I was like, okay, I got to find that. I know I just saw a recent photo of Leon with the exact same haircut, but dark black. And I would go find it. And again, someone on Reddit same train of thought as us um puts her this we call a set of four whatever uh handsome women or handsome oh people this is this cody is on reddit leon uh-huh someone on reddit put this together god bless you little areola and the og handsome woman oh the handsomest of women yes i mean that is a handsome woman that is four people with the exact same face, exact same hair. You can't deny that it. Jawline. It's shocking, right? Look at each of their mouths. The the mouth, the lip shape, yeah, that jaw, and just that smug, like mm. the mm. oh god, the Cody rough. Brown, like that no, like that that kind of scrunched up nose, douchebag, oof. I mean, this is what inbreeding does. Shocking. Shocking. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, people are going, wow, what a foursome. Four handsomeness from the apocalypse. Yeah. One of our <laughs> listeners, and they didn't say if I could post pictures or anything. I, they probably don't want me to because they are in the pictures. Okay. But their daughter, their child attend school with Savannah. So they were at the graduation and this person said that they immediately ran into Cody and Robin and they got pictures with both of them. So they were both very nice. Um, and Robin's actually looking better now because she's not wearing as much makeup and she's not curling her hair. Like she's curling it just kind of Towards at the end. Yeah. But it's not like ringlets. So she's at least yeah. wearing something. Uh, but they did. I'm surprised she went. I'm surprised. I am shocked. They went. And I asked this person, I don't, they, they haven't gotten back to me yet, but I said, like, did they sit with Janelle and everyone? Because that's what I really want to know. Yeah. Janelle's like, I'm not letting that bitch ruin another graduation for me. Yeah, probably not. And we know that Dayton graduated. Maybe, mm. okay, and this is just me being cynical, but whatever. I bet you they all went to Dayton's, so then they had to go to Savannah's. Or Cody was going to go, but Robin's not going to let Cody go alone. She's got to bring herself and all the kids and ooh. him with that necklace. The necklace is like, does he think that it looks cool or is he, is he like America? No, like is all calling me a fucking fancy man for wearing this. I'm going to like, is he doing it? Is he doing it to spite everyone or is he doing it? Cause he, you know, I think like, he saw cool. the description that said amulet. And in his mind, he's like amulet rich. King Arthur of Knights Around the Round Table, manly. And he thought it was cool. Or Robin dropped $1,200 like of their 5000 in savings. And he was like, I guess I have to wear this every day for the rest of my life now to make it. Oh, no. It. And the fact that he puts it, like, it's not even um, like a necklace, like some men will wear maybe a, a religious chain or something like that. He put that, wait, let's put it back up. He put it over his T-shirt. Of course. Almost like in the 80s, a woman would take her necklace over the turtleneck to just kind of spill out the top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. This is, and actually, I think he chose that green shirt because around the blue are teeny tiny green um, oh, amethyst, or, I don't know, green something, sapphires. Yeah. He wore that. That was a very specific choice. He wants it seen. Yeah, here's a picture of um, Gwen is there, Gabe is there, Janelle, and wait. Oh, Garrison. That's, that's Gabe. Exactly Gabe. Like. I know his name is Garrison. I just like calling him Garrison. Janelle looking great. Janelle does look great. I mean, we oh. know she's working out all the time. Remember that she's always posting about it. Had a great yeah. workout, guys. Gwendolyn with the crop top. I don't know if that's super appropriate for graduation. I but totally I'm agree. Don't wear crop tops. But that said, though, are there is now. no there is no store in America that is selling anything that is longer than a midriff crop top. What is yeah, I know going I on? Last, last week. Um, I remember when I when I lived in New York and I owned that dog walking business, this girl who turned out to be one of my, the best dog walker in the world. She gave me like, she gave me this mug at like when she, she moved to Texas to go to university, but she, mm -hmm. um, she gave me this mug that was like, uh, something about like unicorns, like you're a unicorn. Cause you're the best. You're like a unicorn boss uh -huh. or something. And then I broke that mug by being an asshole. Cause I like to send Nick pictures of 
of uh, like a cup or a glass tea, like sitting on a couch. Or, like, oh yeah, I remember this. Thing. And I did that with the mug and then it shattered on the ground. <laughs> so I guess the joke is on me. But she showed up for her interview wearing like a crop top. I was like, this is a job interview. Yeah. I mean, she was That's very a- thin, but like still, I was like, it's weird that you wear that to a job interview, but it's a different generation, Jody. That's funny you said that because I saw a TikTok come up the other day and it was an older sister recording her younger sister who was like, I don't know, 20 or something going to a job interview. And she's like, what are you wearing? And the girl had on, um, there were like pants that didn't fit great. You could kind of see like a spank under them. They're tight. And it had, she was wearing like her mom or her grandma's little cropped blazer like a fake chanel thing with like a a pink t-shirt underneath and then she had gym shoes on or sneakers or whatever it is that you call them and she's like you can't wear that to an interview what are you doing maybe they can now oh and she had her hair in a claw clip like just like a oh claw clips are back now they're wearing them all over vanderpump but they all have the exact same claw clip where it's like it's just an outline of a clip but then you can like see through it Oh, okay. Well, this wasn't, this wasn't a bougie clip. This was like a, almost, it actually looked like one of the clips that would yeah. go with a hot roller set. Oh, you know, like yeah. It's not really meant oh. to be a clip. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, um, sister wives here. I feel like we had other sister wives stuff. What's this? Oh, okay. So that oh. we just recorded that because we're, we're canning some episodes <laughs> of the Brown family. <laughs> and that's the one where, Robin was a super supportive sister wife because Mary wants to go back to school and get her degree. And Robin definitely does not make it all about herself. But Mary, I just feel like, like I'm like a little kid. Like I want to play with my friends, but no one wants me to play. Yeah. Bingo. It took everything in me not to just like get up and walk out of the house. Really, Robin? Because someone wants to get smart. (gasps) Okay. Yes. This, so I think Christine said yes. At that. This was spite, another great spite thing. Oh, well, I love not, it. They aren't friends. They're just a gay couple that reached out to her. And uh-huh. she, said and she was like, it. oh my God, I would love to. Can I sing? Let me Now go. that would be some shady shit if you asked her to officiate. And then while she was there, just spring it out and be like, would you, I mean, you're here. Could you sing Let Me Call You Sweetheart? Just like, yeah, just for fun. I mean, I feel like she'd be in on the joke. Maybe. I don't know. It was pretty embarrassing. I can't even... I Every time I watch that episode, I have to fast forward through it because I can't <sighs> handle the cringe. Yeah. But... But um, she also sang, we learned, she also sang what they didn't have the rights to. Yeah. From the book of life. And she said that song slapped, but you don't get to see it because it's copywritten. No, okay. mm-hmm. But the fact that she said yes to this, first of all, it's a gay wedding. And as much as Cody pretends like he's okay with gay... He's not. No, he's not. And only if you're wrestling. Oh. Then it's fine. <laughs> only if you're like running towards your best friend, like going, oh. I've no, I mean, and that was crushed. more graphic than yeah. probably most gay porn on um, what is it? Porn porn site? Porn uh Pornhub? Pornhub, yeah. It was aggressive. Oh, no, it was graphic. And it went on forever. We were like, okay, like we get it. Why are we it watching him wrestle so Tan much? everywhere, Cody's hands everywhere. It was <laughs> a lot. You know it. I've been saying that all the time, and you have too, because I've been listening to you. Tan everywhere, Jan everywhere. It's just a great line. 
Um, <laughs> but also the fact that she's officiating a wedding because you know that the grinding a woman, a woman, a woman? <laughs> sandwich and cleaning the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> Please. the fact that he like he thinks that he's the priest of the family like I officiated two whole weddings Christine just has to do two more and she'll have beat him mm-hmm. and she could knock those out this summer if she wants to if she like extended her offer that she'll do this I would love to see her on the dance floor do a side by side of Cody on the COVID dance floor and then Christine just like a little dance dancing with, side dancing by side. with Dave <sighs> Wooly or just some hotties at the wedding like some hot groomsmen just spinning her around oh i think it would well this was a gay wedding so i feel it'd be like her in the middle of the dance floor and all the gays are like wrapped around her the most gorgeous men ever just adoring her too Mm -hmm. oh Oh, he'd be so especially (laughs) men his best friends all of his best friends circling around christine I, i wonder what cody would be like in like uh, a situation where there's just it's all gay men and then Cody. Oh, well, okay. Because Cody's dumb, he would yeah. he would try to assimilate because he doesn't know what to do in that situation and he has and he can't to grow like, out and center. No, he would try. He'd be like, I don't, I don't understand. Like you, you guys just like tell me what to, you guys want to do my makeup. Uh, you want because and they'd be like, no, we actually don't. But in yeah. his mind, that's what they do, and he actually like does like to wear King Tut makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Or when he dressed up and he was pretending like he didn't love the eyeliner that he was wearing. Do even more. More. I can't see it. More. More. Put it all the way up to the end. So transparent. And as much as like you and me and probably most of our listeners um, are, you know, total hypocrites. And if we saw Cody and Robin, we would total fangirl out on them. Gay men will be savage. Like they would be like, no thanks. (laughs) They would. I don't know if I would go up. I think I would just be. Well, but we he wouldn't would be, be what I'd be stunned in fear. No, no. Because By the I'm way, I have to tell you something. After we finish recording, stay on because I have to tell you something insane. But I can't. You're going to leave us all hanging like this? It's something that I, okay, I'm okay. telling you. I'm giving you updates every couple of weeks and you're always um, flabbergasted. Oh, God. It's going to yeah, be know a it. fucking Doughboys thing. I know it. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not. Don't worry about it. If anyone wants to know what it is, you can message me. I just can't say it on here. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. All right. Um, I think that's it. Oh, a uh, Savannah. G- oh, oh, Jean. Uh, our correspondent, Jean, mm-hmm. has um been trying to rent uh Christine's Airbnb so she okay. can do some like field work. Um, and then she, but she's not sure of her dates, so she sent me. Oh, I didn't. I didn't grab it to upload but um she sent me a picture of um let me just read it she sent me a picture of like the policy like the refund policy um if you like if you booked it today yeah if you cancel at any time up until like august 31st it's they only give you 50 percent back and after that zero refund what yeah even if you book like a year in advance that's think- crazy I think it's but Christine it's so doesn't crazy. own it. It's other people now. But it's still like her house. But they these people but, must know that Sister Wives is coming back in September and they're like, no, smart. sorry. It is smart, I guess. But yeah. Jean, do your do your work, girl. Yeah. Do what do what you need to do. But also don't don't spend wild amounts of money or anything for us. But I mean, if you yeah. can do it, great. Yeah. 
rude, Amanda. What is that? Wait, what did I say? Because you're like, oh, I have to tell you something, but I can't tell you. Oh, something. sorry. You literally, honestly, just message me on Facebook. I'll tell you. I just okay. cannot. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting my book out, but it was it was getting stuck on um, boot lamp. It was really uh -oh. awesome. It was really awesome. <laughs> Okay. Uh, what else? A cancellation apology. Oh, uh, oh, I, I do have a couple other things. Um, oh, okay. Janelle got some new patio furniture. <laughs> Did I upload that? Maybe I didn't. I just like to sit out there and, and drink coffee. It, always love coffee on the patio. Oh, no, I, uh, I didn't upload that. But um, I do have one last segment here that we need to bring back. And it's Gary's Graham. <gasps> now I've uploaded okay. a couple pictures here. I'm... I'm... No. Okay. Now look, give the backstory guys... for people who don't know who Gary is, because which so is people... just sad. Yeah, I feel like we have sister wives listeners and teen mom listeners, and then like mm -hmm. there is like what's that a Venn diagram? But there's like yes. some people. If you like, like just just get into both of them, guys. Just let your let it let it just wash all over you, because they're the, mm -hmm. essentially the same show tone wise. Sure, like you're just watching Trainwrecks happen. I mean, nothing. Gary right. is Amber's baby daddy. And he's just like this fucking the one she shit. she um like beat up and pushed down oh. the stairs and downstairs while he was for... holding a TV. Yeah. yeah, right. But he also sucks. But he um he has an Instagram where he he makes food like and he posts pictures of him because he, he humble brags. He thinks he he's humble bragging. Himself, yeah, he fancies himself a little bit of a chef, and a like a farm to table. Totally, farmer yeah. Gary. But then the other funny part of it is when he writes the description, his wife, Christina, and both of them are like curvy. Let's just, we'll say. Sure. Yeah. He'll be like, well, made these, made the, this breakfast today uh, or made this lasagna. And oh, God, I barely even got in there because Christina yeah. ate all of it. Right. Chris, right at Christina Shirley. He takes oh, her. Good. Christina everything. gobbled it all up. It, it's always saying how much Christina, like how quickly Christina just, he couldn't yeah. even snap a picture because like, Christina was starving. Tagging me in every, because if you look up like at Christina Shirley, it's just all pictures of food. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah. So I saw one today that I didn't pull this one, but it's this honking ass sandwich. And you guys can look this up right now. It's it's Gary Shirley. It's Shirley time. It's Gary Shirley time. Just look up Gary Shirley on Instagram. I'm pretty but sure there's like Gary this honking ass sandwich. And and the caption was just a little lunch, right, Christina? Oh, that's what always uses that phrase, like, or it'd be like, oh, um, just a little Sunday chili, no big whoop. And right. then he'll show all the ingredients. It's like, oh. But this this just a little lunch was this sandwich with like like bread, a pound of like ham or turkey, a huge slice of uh, cheddar cheese, and then another pound of turkey, and then the bread and like you know tomatoes, lettuce. It's like the biggest sandwich. I couldn't even get my mouth around it. And he considers it just a little lunch. But let me show you. A Wait, couple is that of the, the did someone say ham and cheese? That one? No, no. This one says just a little lunch. It's like a Let's half see. sandwich. Okay, well, I see that we had a banger for dinner. Okay, well, okay, I already pulled pictures, Jody, so don't even okay, need well, I'm looking look for the sandwich. Okay, well, feast, uh, cast your eyes upon this. Okay, what does he say? Taco. I know it's not Tuesday, but I could. What does he say there? But I could eat tacos any day. This quote unquote taco, he puts it in quotes for some reason, was on That's point. Definitely did not disappoint. Look at this taco. This is fucking nasty. This looks so Okay, well, this is what he he took a picture. Okay, Gary, we get it. We, we know a, what goes look on at the serving, taco. you guys. Even wow. Janelle makes tacos. Ew, um, that yeah, that looks disgusting. Yeah, it looks fucking nasty. Look at this one. Some pizza bagels for dinner? Don't mind if I do. All veggies and mushrooms from my garden. Look at this bagel. I have and the then she just tags Christina it. at Christina. Yeah. At, like they yeah. need to know what you ate. Yeah. Remember but, when he was uh, like uh garden fresh tomatoes and it was like December 21st. Well, no, funny you should Gary. say that. Because okay. he said that this is all veggies and mushrooms from my garden. Now here's the before picture. Do those mushrooms not look like they're straight out of a can? Yeah. Out of a warm room temperature can. He's lying. And I one Those more peppers here. are not from your garden, Gary. Sorry. Here's the worst oh, one. here's the sandwich. Hold on. I okay. I found it. I'll pull this off. Just a bit of lunch with the wifey. Sourdough bread is one of my faves at Christina Shirley. That one. Look at that sandwich. That is thick. That's a whole day of eating. That's a thick. That's a lot of ham, babe. Yeah. Wow. Right. Oh, wait. Hold on. He zoomed in. We, we got it. Gary's getting down eye level with his sandwich to get all the layers. All, it's like, oh, wait, to get and, the, and to a the back the, angle. Before Christina got <laughs> Um, Jody, look at this. Look at this. This looks so disgusting. 
Ew. Like, uh, those noodles like don't even look al dente. No, no butter. Not a what single butter flavoring. Little marinara. Those and then balls th are dry. They look like he squatted over and took a dump oh, on Does it not? Sorry, if any, here? this is audio only for you guys, but you can watch along on Gary's. Oh, Gary. you're going to. It's Gary time. You must. You absolutely yeah. must. So this will be a new segment for us. So gross. Ew, what did he say under that one? Oh, he's got. He's got oh, I can pot. read it. Oh. It says, I feel like I've been cooking this all day. How? Um, it's it's pasta with marinara sauce on it. Um, I had to use up some tomatoes that were meeting the end of their life. So I made a super fresh sauce. Yummy. Oh, and some homemade meatballs at Christina Shirley. How about just some lunch soup that we made and froze? Delish. Oh, and a toasty. Don't say toasty, babe. For some reason, that grossed me out. And that also looks disgusting. That looks and a grilled cheese is burnt. Uh, but anyway, that's... Oh, and another... Wait, he's got to shoot it from the other side, too. He just wants a slightly different angle. Like, two degrees off. Guys, check out Gary's Just some grams. baller salads with homemade croutons. Yummy. Christina, mine's, and Leah's. Okay, so let's see. Christina's is the one with all the eggs and the bacon. Mm. <laughs> Oh, Christina's is Jesus. Hey, you want some salad with that cheese, Gary? Jesus. That is large triangles and shredded. And let's see this one. Oh, croutons. Just in case we didn't believe him, we have to see the crouton process. Yeah, you, we got it. You chopped up some bread and put it in the oven with some like garlic salt on it. Congratulations, Gary. Anyway, so I'll, we'll do that. We'll do that every few weeks. Yeah, just a little Gary time. Oh, he's looking like a snack over there. Just going to say this makes me feel old and slightly geeked at the same time. It's a blockbuster. <laughs> Dad like. I think you have feelings for this, Gary. You're really, you're more into the Instagram than me. Are you ready for a Yeah, do we need to um, look at TikTok for, or TikTok, Instagram for any comments? I actually on, scrolled uh, through last night. There's not a lot of great ones. No, so there's look, not. Let's hold off until like, I'll, I'll let you know. I, I, yeah. I'm constantly checking. Don't worry. But people keep liking that last uh, thing that I at three in the morning posted about like, no, it's more about the fact that she like is an animal abuser. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I said something else too. And people keep liking it. So that's nice. Yeah. Uh, Gary who? It's Gary time. It's Gary time. Gary Shirley from Teen Mom. Those of you who are wondering who Gary is. Yeah. And All it right, doesn't even so... matter like the context. It's just he no, makes this matter. gross food. Like he has and he's so table. proud of himself. Yeah. And no one else is. There's like, a cute cameras, Gary. Cute cameras from your garden, Gary. Have to drive so far. So far. <laughs> I forgot. That's Amber's <laughs> mom, Tanya. All right. It is Janelle. Ooh, I got my trusty And we're doing Janelle. Mary's ep um, episode. We're doing her chapter. So let's put up the bananas. Ah. Oh, we definitely do. Okay, so now we are on a new, on uh, part four of the book. This is the last section, right? Yeah, and to, uh, other than Cody's 25-page oh. epilogue. Well, Cody, he is a man. He should He's get the last day. Yeah, yeah he, he should get the Obviously. last Explain it to right. us, right? Um, right? Would you like to take chapter 13, Mary? I mean... Adam says, "Past gas time. Oh, we're gonna be we're gonna be farting Passing away over all here. the gas. 
As if we had a room full of deviled eggs. <laughs> That's right. A gymnasium full. <laughs> oh. I do, I know, like, I'm so disappointed there weren't actually yeah, deviled like, eggs. Imagine oh. like a room full of like har hormonal, like 13, 14, 15. Plus the smell of deviled eggs just sitting out. Plus them being consumed. No, but I'm also adding it in with the sweat and the oh. heat. Oh. Okay. The I'll go first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mary. <sighs> I have always been very private about my polygamous lifestyle. Growing up, okay, did she already discuss all of this? Yes, shit? yes. Growing up, I went to a school run by our church, which, which meant that during my childhood, I had few friends outside my faith. Yeah, well, I feel like well, you didn't have friends in your faith because remember they were like, "Oh, she goes here. Oh, she goes to this church. She's oh. super shy." Oh, yeah, she's. As I grew older, I met more people from outside my religious community, but I was still quite guarded about my family's beliefs. I kept my friends at a distance, again, like, name well, name five. Yeah, you didn't really have friends. So like, yeah, yeah, so it's kind of moot. Uh, I kept my friends at a distance and didn't open up to them about my father and his wives. I always offered to hang out with my friends at their houses and never invited them home with me. I bet she did. I always invited myself over. Yeah, they like, never had me over, but I would invite them by mine. But like, I just, you know, no one liked you, Mary. Okay, you want to hear a sad story? Oh, no. oh man, there is a girl, like a girl in the popular crowd in like elementary, Bitch. junior high, or junior high. Yeah, no, but she was she was nice. Her name is Carly. I mean, if you want to try to find her somehow, okay. okay. You, that, you know but, I will. That's you not know she lived like just across the field from me and but she was in the popular group. So like at school, like it was like, we, you don't talk to Amanda Gachinsky. Um, so, cause I was like the biggest loser. And, um, but we rode the bus home together and we both got off on, we both had the last stop on the bus and we both got off on the same stop. Okay. And every day after school, I would go to her house for like three hours and we would like play and have fun and like put on music and dance. And then like I'd go home and then the next day at school, like, and we, it was an un, unsaid thing that yeah. just, we don't communicate at school. Right. It's a secret. Isn't that so sad? And I didn't even but put it together it, at the time. So then you're like Anna Amaya, you go home and you play the little, um, the little doll things, the little miniature creatures on Pen15. So I, I took my headphone out for a second to scratch my ear so I didn't hear what you said. On Anna, Anna and Maya on Pen15. Except I've, obviously they're best friends at school, but when they go home and they play like the little creatures or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss so that show so much. I know. How do you do a rewatch good. of Pen15 in Broad City? Broad City, I was just going to say, that's my avatar for when, for Jody's in my phone is Broad oh. City. And her avatar for me is Amber. Because Going like this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never changing it. Ever. Um, I kept my beliefs a secret because I wanted to be accepted as a normal person. Whatever that means. Good luck with that, babe. Mary, you are cut up. Essentially, I didn't want to be stereotyped. I wanted my friends to accept me for me and not reject me based on my faith. Well, After they're not. Married, they're rejecting you based on your horrible stop. personality. <laughs> Um, I kept my beliefs a secret. I'm like stuck to this chair. Peeled <laughs> <laughs> my ass off the chair yesterday. Oh my god! I wore these like short white shorts yesterday because it was so hot outside. But I got I had to get blood work done. 
I got there and the AC was broken. So like everyone was just like fanning themselves oh. with portfolios or just whatever I did. Yes. And my fan was me. I was so hot. And so then I like sat on the chair. I got my blood taken. And then when I got up, there was just two wet ass prints on the chair. <laughs> And like I knew, like as I peeled myself off, like the doctor left the room, thank God. And I turned around and I was like, "Oh my God, soaking wet." That's like you have to like they don't they don't uh oh no. But you can't just stand up. You have to just kind of like slide forward so that like the back part of your shorts will just like wipe it off. It was stuck. (laughs) You had a desuction. It it was just like get a break the seal. Equal circles of ass of wet ass. Wet nervous ass because I was getting blood taken. Wet anemic nervous ass. Okay. Speaking of guys, smash that like, all right? If you've smash ever had swamp like. ass, smash that like for some years. If, if you know, if you know some swamp ass. Okay. After I married Claudie, who was so naturally outgoing, yeah, let, we'll go with that word. Outgoing. outgoing sure. I can think of quite a few more. Yeah. I still kept my lifestyle to myself because you don't have friends so yeah there's no one to talk um, to it wasn't something i was comfortable sharing i worried about how my friends would react when i came out to them as a polygamist i didn't want to invite unneeded scrutiny because i already i mean i had enough going running against me yeah. in my life anyway so let's not add that i didn't want to be judged since polygamy is not just frowned upon but denigrated yeah mary oh, that's the right word she's looking for I've never even heard that word. Uh, You never know how someone will react when you tell him or her the truth about your beliefs. You never know. uh, You never know when you are going to lose a close, close friend. For you never. Well, no, you don't know, Mary, because you've never had a close friend. You'll never know. Right. After Janelle and Christine joined the family, we would explain each other away as sisters or as Claudie's sisters. Well, I mean, it's you know, potato, potato. I mean, you are. You all are. From the exact same bloodstream, so somewhere down the you're line, you're not lying. No, yeah, it was always so uncomfortable to lie to my friends. Lying is not part of our faith. Well, hence, and then a uh, uh, flash forward to <laughs> is because you keep secrets and like yeah. I mean, what Secret. I mean, stripper. Yeah, stripper. Can I ask you something? Secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. Ben Franklin turned out to be kind of a dirtbag. And I actually learned some good life advice from that stripper. Hmm. <laughs> Who then comes back and collects the giant check made out to science. And she's also the stripper at Dwight's uh, bachelor party. Bachelor Canada. party, yep. <sighs> that was a good show. Um, after Janelle and Christine joined the family. Oh, sorry. La- great. Unfortunately, we felt that keeping the truth hidden about our family was a necessity. Growing up, I heard many stories of fathers and polygamous families who were sent to jail for their beliefs because that's how the men in polygamy raise their kids. I'll go to jail. If you say something, it's going to be your fault. Yeah. Um, I heard about children taken from their families and wives sent to live in different states in an attempt to preserve the spiritual family structure. Once Claudie, Janelle, Christine, and I had kids, we didn't want to do anything that would jeopardize the family. We needed to stay together, even if it meant hiding the truth about our lifestyle. Nothing was going to split up our family. A lot of polygamists prefer to live in smaller, closed closed communities where nearly all the residents are of the same faith. 
These communities, which are actually fully functional towns, have businesses and stores, and some even have their own zip codes. So illegal. This sounds kind of illegal. Yeah, like a little cult. It's cute. Do you know that I, I learned this in my American Southwest history class in college? Um, and this is like just a fact that stuck to me. When Brigham Young, maybe? I don't know. When like the first Mormons like settled in Utah? John Smith. Was it John Smith? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, when they settled it's in no Utah, don't take this John as Smith. God. Wait, or is that Pocahontas? John Adams? Guys? No. <laughs> no. No, who was it? I'm pretty sure it was Graham Lincoln. I'm, pre I'm pretty sure it was honest. It's got to be John something. Have you heard of the All-American Prophet? I'm trying to go through Book of Mormon because they talk. Let us know. Joseph Smith. Thank you. Nailed it. Woo! Well, anyway, when they went to, when they first settled in Utah, they they started printing their own money. Ah, I feel like yeah. we could do that. Okay, correspondent Jean says Brigham Young is okay. Any, just forget everything I said. Okay, now it's everyone everyone's yelling at us in the comments. Joseph Smith. We, we were getting. You guys, listen. You can see the trajectory. You know, it's really cute because you guys think like we don't know, but what we're doing is we're trying to like fish for engagement. But yeah. we do it in such we like are improving it. So we know what we're, we're doing. trying to get you guys to like wake up and then you know remember the facts. You know, like Peter Sanderson, PB Sanderson, Joseph Smith was killed in Illinois. Amanda, do you remember the name of the city? The amazing Brown family vacation to oh, fuck. You guys getting excited to go to That's who the one kid that is genuinely excited about it is. Aurora. Aurora. Oh, you're coming too? You're not even in this family though. You're not part of this. You don't go here, Aurora. Away, Aurora. <sighs> Jesus. Um, uh, a lot of polygamists prefer to live in smaller, closed communities where nearly all the residents are of the same faith. Oh, yeah. Zip code. There is a school and, of course, a church. Since everyone shares the same beliefs, it's simple to be open about the polygamous lifestyle. I've never lived in a community like this, either before or since my marriage. For years, we hid in plain sight. It is a testament to how, and I hesitate to use the word, normal we are, <sighs> that not many people suspected there was anything different about our family. Remember in a, a couple episodes uh, ago we did um, where they go back? to lehigh and they like go around telling everyone like guess what we're polygamous and the people are like yeah we fucking we knew the whole time yeah like we know right yeah i know it's Utah, you're weird as you're weird as hell yeah, oh, that, that's not, not why we didn't like you yeah <laughs> you suck right we you didn't lose your job at the trophy and nothing to do with being a polygamist because, yeah no, you are awful and the, no like one wanted dad. to work with you yeah. right okay um we worked. We worked, Rich. Uh, we had friends outside our faith. We particular. Uh, we participated in civic life for many years. I tried not to technically lie. I've always tried to answer questions in a way that might make me feel not so guilty. But I was still not being honest. This is a hard game to play. You always have to remember who you told what to. It was always difficult for me to deny the truth about myself and my family. Lying about our lifestyle transport transformed something we believed to be beautiful and sacred into a dirty little secret. Uh, something that people might think I was ashamed of. It was exhausting and frustrating. And that's why I was such a bitch. Pass gas. Yeah, to everyone. 
guests accepted. The year before we decided to participate in Sister Wives, a very good friend of mine with whom I'd worked with for years invited me to his wedding. Sure, you were good friends. You followed that with who I had worked with for years. So you worked with him for a long time and he had to invite you to his wedding. We get it. Mm -hmm. Scott and his fiance, who were both LDS, were planning to get married in the Mormon temple. In the LDS faith, the, the temple is a very sacred place and only people who enter are devout members of the faith who follow specific guidelines. Since we are not members of the LDS faith, the temple would be off limits to us. Cody and I would be unable to witness the ceremony. Since there is a considerable overlap of beliefs between my faith and the LDS faith, Scott always assumed that I was a conventional Mormon and I never bothered to correct him. Naturally, when he invited Cody and me to the wedding, he never imagined he was breaking a fundamental rule of his faith. Cody had been suggesting for quite some time that I open up to Scott about my family and my faith. I was too concerned about losing a friend, so I just wasn't willing to do it. I was, I was too concerned about losing, like, literally the only person that, like, like a co-worker who was like, yeah, it's, we can invite him. It's fine. And also this co-worker probably knew you couldn't go to the ceremony. So they're like, right. you know, like, we're going to invite these people, but they're not going to really come. Yeah. And this is like um, when Pam gets married and, like, she didn't give Angela a save the date card. And, or, and then she finally had to because Angela was pissed. Yeah. Because yeah, you exactly. kind of have to. Also, Mary's acting like she was sad that she didn't get to witness the ceremony. I mean, think I would love to just go to the reception of a wedding. You free can. food and booze. You can. A lot of people don't even notice. Well, you yeah, I know. Oh, okay. oh, she wanted to witness the, the magic. She's like, we couldn't even loser. see the ceremony. Ugh. Um, I told Cody I was just going to make an excuse to Scott and say we couldn't make it. Because Scott and I had been such good friends, such Cody good friend. felt that Scott deserved to know the truth about why we couldn't attend his wedding, not just blowing him off saying we couldn't make it. He was very emphatic now that we needed to tell Scott the truth. Why would Cody give a shit? Because he probably has a boner for Scott. He wants to go to a wedding and he wants to dance and be the center of attention. Bingo. And also, Scott doesn't give a fuck that he's going to oh, pay. Oh, yeah, fine. Yeah. A hundred bucks less. $50 yeah. per head at the reception. Bye-bye. Right? <laughs> See ya. God. Cody and I arranged a dinner with Scott and his fiance. Oh, I'm God. sure Scott and his fiance were thrilled. They're in the middle of wedding planning. Wedding planning. And they sit them down to be like, we're polygamists. Like, we don't <sighs> give a fuck. This isn't about you, Cody. Yeah. I was really nervous. I had no idea how Scott would react. My worries were twofold. On the one hand, I was worried that Scott would reject me for my beliefs. And on the other, I was worried he would be angry that I'd lied to him for so long. Over dinner, Cody managed to steer the conversation around to how Scott and his wife met. After he heard their story, he shared ours. Of course, because he's that guy who wants to ask just so he can tell his own story. Wait, but um, they're not even married to Janelle or Christine here, right? Um, so they're not really polygamous. I don't know. Here. No, I think they are. Because she was so, working. They're all working at this point. Okay, so she was invited Robin to the wedding and Cody went with Okay, that, that makes more sense. Why the other wives wouldn't go. Okay. Cody told them that when he returned from his LDS mission, he fell in love with a woman whose father had five wives. It took Scott a moment to realize that Cody was talking about me. He didn't even know about the girls. He's just, he's a puppeteer, that Cody. <laughs> <The car. sighs> 
Once Scott caught on, we explained that we had embraced my father's faith as well and were practicing members of the faith with a much larger family than Scott had ever imagined. When Cody and I were done speaking, Scott was silent for a moment. Guys, take a deep breath. We don't know where this is going. This is like a roller coaster. God. What did, like, what did you think he was going to do? Like take his arm and just like throw everything off, all the plates off the table? What yeah, the he's going to take that fondue pot and just knock it yeah. off the table. You lied to me, a, a co-worker you've known for three entire months. <laughs> you kept that secret from me? We've had our cubicles like three away from each other forever. And you never we like we like nod hello to each other every time we pass each other when we go for coffee. Remember that one time we shared an elevator all the way down, <laughs> and we and we both just like looked at our phones the whole time. <laughs> so stupid. God. Then he began to apologize. He apologized for putting me in such a difficult position by inviting me to a wedding I couldn't attend. He apologized if at any time during our friendship, he might've made a remark about polygamy that was insensitive. I thought it said so much about Scott's character to be the one apologizing when I was the one who really needed to apologize to him for not being honest about who I really was. Okay, what this tells me is that Scott doesn't give a fuck, never did give a fuck, Will he's wondering why why this is happening. So he's like, "Why are they telling me this?" He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Like, did I say something? Because I yeah. like I really don't care. Like, I I yeah. actually don't care. I do not like like if it was just a courtesy giving you an invitation. Honestly, like I hope you weren't offended. Like, like you overheard me handing them out coming. to everyone else. <laughs> like hers was handwritten on like a post-it note. He's like, oh. Oh, it was it was just a blank one like just in case you lose one honey you could give this one out yeah just chucked it in her mailbox even though we couldn't attend the ceremony in the temple we still went to scott's wedding reception well of course because cody's not gonna miss an opportunity to dance oh god here's latrice get ready get ready she's been so cuddly lately oh shit i lost my page I felt honored that Scott had considered me such a close friend that he would invite me to his temple wedding. And I was so relieved that our friendship was still intact after opening up my family and, and our beliefs. Since then, Scott and his wife have met and accepted our entire family and even once appeared briefly on an episode of sister wives. We're so God. close. Who was so he? Close. He's one of Cody's man friends. Oh, Who's you know what? No, I bet you it's when they had that dinner at Robin's house. Remember, they couldn't decide which way to put the tables so and they, they had like, other co-workers come over. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. yeah. Incidents like this were frequent in our lives. Oh, like you thinking you're closer with people that you would have friends when you don't. Mm -hmm. I think our entire family was starting to feel that in order to live our lives to the fullest, we needed to make some changes. This is shocker. Cody is a dreamer. Yeah. What? Yeah. Which is one of the qualities I love about him. He tends to reach for the stars and in doing so can come up with some pretty amazing ideas. Oh, you spelled stupid wrong, Mary. During our <laughs> 22 years together, I've learned to listen to his ideas and realize that while some are great and we can make them happen, some can be less than realistic and we need to allow them to fall by the wayside. 
uh, when, tell me one time you let Cody's ideas not happen. Right. And tell us one idea that didn't turn out to be just a complete disaster or less than realistic. Claudie had talked for more than a year about wanting to do something to show that plural marriage can be so much more than what was usually portrayed in the media. But it took some time to figure out just how to do that. This is okay. Just to remind you, this uh, section of the book is called celebrity. So all of that is leading up to just now we decided to do the show. We did an episode. Right? We didn't need any of this. You said all of this in your Already. first 300-page chapter. Okay. Um, when we met, uh, when we met Ted Gibbons, our producer, and the idea of doing a television program is introduced to us. <clears throat> Cody got on board with the idea long before I did. Shocking. Shocking. Wait, yeah. <laughs> God, when he told me he was interested in doing a reality program about our family, I just shook my head and let it slide. After all, I assumed this was another one of those plans that he would eventually drop. I was wrong. Just like your credit score. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Cody did not drop the idea. In fact, he became more and more drawn to it as he became more and more addicted to the idea of being a celebrity. Yeah, interesting. Soon his discussions of doing a television program went from abstract to serious. Cody felt that he was truly called to the cause. <sighs> called to the cause of a reality show. Of a reality show. God, they're all so stupid. Initially, I resisted the urge to come out as polygamist. I never, I have never been ashamed of my lifestyle. In fact, quite the opposite. We know. However, I didn't want to be judged for it. Most of all, I didn't want our children to suffer because their parents had revealed themselves to the world. But then Cody got his way and all of the children suffered. All of them. Well, including Aurora. No, look, that girl's fucked up. Yeah, but that, that's. That's not because of the show. That's because of Robin and Cody. But they're, but Robin wouldn't have married Cody if it wasn't for the show. Yeah, true, true, true. Right. She's an actress. She had plenty job. of suitors. She had plenty oh. of suitors who were yeah. lots of engagements. She was batting them off. Uh-huh. Most of all, oh yeah. So Cody explained. Cody's, Cody was like, here, woman, woman, go yeah. on and sit down. Let me explain this to you. Mm-hmm. He said this was important and necessary. It's God's calling. Okay. Uh, we needed to step out from the shadow of Warren Jeffs and the FLDS, who for too long had been the face of polygamy. We needed to disassoci- dissociate, disassociate, I can never say that word, ourselves from the negative connotations of polygamy, child brides, sexual abuse, and religious oppression. We wanted to show America that we ain't really that different, or we aren't really that different from anyone else. Most important, we needed to pave the way for a better and more tolerant future for our children. This, Cody explained, would be the purpose of the show. Although Cody felt called to do this show, it took me a while to come to terms with going public after having guarded my privacy my whole life. It took many conversations with Cody and the family before I started to feel comfortable with the vision he had in mind for us. It also took many conversations with God. I knew we would be looked down upon for taking our family public, so I needed a strong indication from God that this is what he wanted for us. 
deep down in my heart, I knew Cody was right. Secrecy breeds evil and unhappiness. And for too long, this is the only thing about polygamy that had been portrayed in the media. While I was nervous about all the repercussions of taking our story public, I knew that I needed to support my husband. Ultimately, I wanted the world to know that what the most people, what most people think of what, oh, sorry, I wanted to, uh, I wanted the world to know that what most people think of when they think of polygamy has no place in our family. We are a great family with the normal disagreements and laughter. Oh, the laughter. Heart the caramels. The caramels. You God, it was uh, I started to believe our story was worth telling. I contemplated long and hard over my decision. Eventually, I also felt the call to go public with our story. It just took a little longer than it did Cody. In the end, I agreed to do the show and prayed for the best. Once we committed to being on television, I became incredibly nervous. I'm sure she was a joy to be around during that time, oh, by the way. <laughs> Mary with anxiety. I was I concerned she about her how house before filming. Oof. Oh, yeah. Watch out. I was concerned about how people I had known for years would feel about me. I was worried that, well, people don't like you already. Yeah, exactly. You know don't like it doesn't matter. Um, I had known for a uh, I had known for years, oh, sorry. I was worried that the children would be ostracized by their friends. Again, they're all kind of weirdos. Uh, <laughs> I knew from the beginning that there would be those from our own faith who would support us in the message we are sending, but even more who just wouldn't understand. I was worried that we'd be made into pariahs. It wasn't until I told my child, Leon, about the show yeah, thanks. Uh, about the show that I realized how important it could be to their future. I explained to them that our primary intention in doing a reality program and opening up about our faith was so people would be more accepting of our beliefs. After I told them this, Leon said, Mom, you said that you are mom, you said that you are doing this so that we can all be open, but I've never been secretive about my faith. I've always been open with my friends. Oh, so Mary raised her child to be honest with everyone, but it was everyone else. Her think, child isn't ashamed. Do you think Leon's swimming in friends? Like, especially at the point we met them? Honestly, I kind of think Leon might have been a little Aurora-ish. Like that friend who always had to have it their way and the boss of everything. Well, no, these the, are my dolls. You can't play with them. I think the bell of the ball was Madison. Oh, Madison. Yeah. Madison Brush. Uh, <laughs> she was the bell of the ball at her school. And then everyone else, like she, she, you could, you could get that energy. Oh, oh, mesh. It was a mean girl. For yeah. Sure. Um, what, while this was true, <laughs> most of Leon's friends at this time were kids from our own faith. So there really was no risk involved. They were still young and their world was the church and the church school. I had to point out to them how easy things can be when you rarely associate with anyone outside the faith. Leon is so confident in themselves and their faith that it never occurred to her that there could be a whole new world out there opposed to their lifestyle and their religion. Whew, I got through the whole that thing. Was a, that was pronoun. really good. <laughs> there, was, there was a you lot. You want to pass gas? Yeah. <laughs> Unlike many of our other children until that time, Leon hadn't had a lot of experience with friends outside our religious community. They are a very spiritual young person and dedicated to our church. They're naturally drawn to people who share their moral standards and beliefs, which usually means they share 
their faith as well. They have, they haven't we're, yet we're had the misfortune. We're laughing like at pronouns. It's just like, we've never read this before. So in the moment we're having to figure and out. And it changes the word effort. So for example, yeah. <laughs> in this text, in this text, it says she hasn't, but you can't say they hasn't. So now it yeah, has to be they, they haven't. haven't. Okay. <laughs> They haven't yet had the misfortune to suffer on account of others' intolerance, and they don't know what it is like in the real world, the cruelty and fear that might temper their enjoyment of life. As their mom, I want to protect them from having to experience these things, yet I don't want them believing that our religious community is the only place that they can be safe being who they are. There's a big world out there, and I want them to enjoy it without having to lie about their beliefs." It's hard. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's really not hard to hard. read it I mean, in the moment. Yeah, like again, like we're not. No, it was because we're trying so hard because we don't want to yeah. be disrespectful. Okay. <laughs> right. At the young age of sixteen, Leon has already expressed a devotion and desire to live the pr principle of plural marriage and remain in our faith. This is really interesting. While I know they're a teenager and may or may not actually follow through with this plan, I hope that when the time comes, they will be confident enough in themselves and their relationship with God to be able to come to their own decision. I believe in order for them to make this decision, they need to feel comfortable in the society of those outside our faith. They need to have a wealth of experiences before choosing the path for their adult life. I want the world to be a safe and tolerant place for them. Except when they come out to me and I frown and pout and say, but I always wanted to plan a wedding. Mm. She holds her hand, their hand. That's the first coming out? Or do you remember like they were on a dock on a lake or something? And Mary's like, well, I mean, how does this work? Like you have like babies or get married? Because I always wanted to be a grandma. Oh, no, like the very first coming out of, I'm gay. Like Mary, right. I think she's just so sick. And Janelle's stuck. like, oh, honey, I thought you were going to say you were like sick or dying or yeah, something. You were going to say you had cancer. I mean, <laughs> leave it to trusty Janelle to, to just like lighten up the moment. I know. I love Janelle. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Sorry. Thank you, Jean. Uh, okay. When we thought about doing Sister Wives, I knew that if all went well, the show would make it possible for Leon to live openly without feeling judgment or oppression. They might live as they please in public without fears of ostracism or rejection. This is like very, like she's talking about living polygamous, but this is kind of crossover. Yeah, it life. is interesting. Actually. They would be given freedom and opportunities that I wouldn't have dreamed of when I was their age. The first day the cameras showed up at our house was strange and uncomfortable. Yeah, we know. We, I, it's, that, it's burned into my memory how uncomfortable yeah. everyone was. Well, and Mary and Robin both walked in with a. Mary's like, hi. Her dead tooth just like, ding, like glimmering. Like, and I was like, I'm busy. I got to run. Oh, just got back. I'm exhausted. Bright red button up, babe. <laughs> oh, God. I was completely unprepared when I came up the stairs into my living room and saw a cameraman there. I had no idea how to behave. I felt you awkward know. trying to act as if nothing was out of the ordinary. I'm not the actor in our family. That would be, I thought she was going to say Robin, because we know Robin's a pretty good actor. She has an IMDb page. <laughs> that would be Christine. When the cameras first started rolling, it was difficult to behave naturally as the crew instructed. It took us all a while to adjust to having our lives filmed. 
Whenever the cameras were around, the kids who are excitable enough became hyper. Family dinner, our Friday tradition, went from mild chaos to mild chaos to an all-out zoo. I did my best not to modify my behavior for the cameras, but it's hard okay. not to be aware of how you look when people are filming you every hour of the day. One of the things that I'm very particular about is not letting myself be seen without my makeup. But you should, because you would look better. <laughs> yeah. You're um, way too tan. On Halloween, when I cosplayed Mary, uh, my face had never felt so you, dead. You, like, cake? There, yeah. there was no oxygen that was reaching any of my You pores. looked exactly like her. <laughs> And you had to like have your hair like this. Oh, I was trying to crispy flip it out. Yeah, I had yeah. over, but I didn't have enough layers to get it. And your hair is too healthy to like keep. Oh, oh yeah. No, it was not keeping. Oh, God. I remember like being done. I could just like go like this and it was just scrape off bronzer. I had a, I mean, brushing, I, brushing up my robin curls was like, <laughs> I used like a thick pick. <laughs> Oh my God, I remember picks. Um, what a, okay, about her makeup. When Tim Gibbons, our producer, yeah, you've named him by first and last name about four yeah, times. I know, what do you want? Like, got it, Mary. <laughs> when Tim Gibbons, our producer, wants to film an early morning episode, I'm up an hour beforehand getting ready, doing my hair and makeup. This way, I can truly look like a quote unquote TV star. This is us every Sunday morning, right? It takes her an hour to look like that. I mean, that's just layering. That's an hour of just layer upon layer upon layer. How upon long layer. did it take like for you? Because you, like both of us look better now than when we normally record. Sure. Um, How long? It takes me 40 minutes, I'd say. I was going to say I got in the shower at like 10, 13 my time. So okay, 47 yeah. minutes to when we hit play. And I slept with braids in my hair. So that like. That's an easy one right there. Oh, okay. I took a shower. Curling my hair 45 minutes. Yeah. Okay. I took a shower last night. I'm a night shower, Jody. Well, she's a, t she's a TV star. Waking <laughs> up in the morning with perfect hair and makeup. Oh, she's teasing Her. us. She said so she could look like a TV star who just wakes up like that. What? She's oh teasing us. I remember the that early morning scene. It's in that first episode. And she's like yeah. jumping on Leon's bed. Wake oh, up. I would shoot cool her in the face. One. Yeah. <laughs> This doesn't really have anything to do with being vain, Amanda. It's the I definition of being vain. Protecting the world from a good scare. <laughs> Mary, where did she come up with this? Riot! What a hoot! Oh, you don't even have to workshop that Ooh, joke. That joke a is good scare. loaded. <laughs> oh God! Eventually, I grew used to having my life filmed. Often what they're filming seems really uninteresting, which I guess is good in a way. After all, we are a pretty normal family that does normal things. Uh -huh. I'm happy to show the world our everyday reality and diffuse the myth that there's anything weird or inappropriate about our lifestyle. However, every once in a while, private issues crop up that we don't want to share with the public. In general, the crew is respectful of our wishes to keep some issues off camera. They will generously leave the room when we need privacy to deal with a particularly different, difficult matter. Of course, the production staff does push and probe us. They want drama, after all. Since I'm a black and white person, well, I don't hold uh, back. Unfortunate switch to the next sentence, or to the mm -hmm. next paragraph down there. So, since oh. I'm a black 
And, it's the end. Yeah, and then it yeah, leaves them. Since I'm a black and white person, <laughs> I don't hold back even on TV. It's not in my nature to sugarcoat things, even for a national audience. On TV is in real life. I can only be my honest self. The Mary you see on the show is the person you meet face to face. Well, then wow. I don't want it. I'm not coming, yeah. babe. Yeah, and I'm not coming. Pass gas. God, remember when she's in that restaurant and she's like, God, she's, she's cool. like, she's, she's like, I don't keep anything from the cameras. When she's when they're at in, in Alaska and like Robin and Janelle are eating like butternut squash soup, or whatever. Oh. And Mary's like, don't be surprised if one day you're just like, oh my God. Yeah. And I'm like, and and, and Janelle isn't even pretending to care. She's like, oh my God, go away then. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh. So like when when do you expect this to happen? Like before yeah. the next mortgage payment or like your rent is due? Like should we I just put it on my calendar? At least so now like or um, I don't think, uh, wait, I don't think any of us realized what a strange experience it was going to be discussing our lives in front of a producer. The couch sessions in which we talk about issue and problems were a real wake up call for our family. We had to learn to think before we spoke. <gasps> we had to learn to think before we spoke. Cody didn't get the message. No, I was just going to say that. The wedding dress. I got a big <sighs> one. Oh yeah. I got a bomb to drop. And in nine months, truly is not going to be the youngest one in the family anymore. The, I mean, just, I want like a therapist or a psychologist to break down specifically that moment and the wording, the phraseology he chose to use. Truly is not going to matter anymore. Yeah. Not Ro Robin's pregnant and there'll be a new addition to our family. No, truly what can we take yeah. away from Christine and truly. Uh -huh. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, at first, when the producers would ask us a question about a particular situation, each of us would answer as if he or she was alone with the camera and not sitting on the couch with the rest of the family. Often, one of us would inadvertently throw his sister wife or Cody under the bus, uh, mostly Mary, I'm sure, uh, pu publicly airing a grievance that would have been better dealt with in private. These couch sessions turned into a public form of therapy. Issues that might have remained dormant were quickly brought out into the open. One of the things that the producers were eager to dig into was my relationship with Robin. They latched onto my struggle with Cody and Robin's courtship and exploited it into a major storyline. I can't really blame them. After all, this was, in reality, what I was dealing with at the time. When they first started filming the show, Robin and I were going through an unbelievably difficult period. Huh, I thought you didn't lie on camera, Mary, because the very yeah. first episode you're talking about... She's your best fucking friend. Your besties. Yeah. Right. I'm so in love with her. Celebrate. They got collada rings. Right. After getting the ball rolling between Cody and Robin, I had just stepped back in order to allow them to have the time, space, and freedom to get to know each other better. I was at a low point, feeling unwanted and unloved. I know I wasn't being as kind or welcoming as I could have been. Okay. Well, I don't think anyone was expecting that from you, honey. Like, what um, more were you going to do? Like, physically yeah. take Cody's penis and like put it inside her vagina. Like yeah. <laughs> you guys let him just go off every weekend, five hours away to spend with her. Also, I have a feeling that her saying like, I withdrew to give them time was more her sulking and pouting. I, I was going to say silent treatment. Going, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Despite the struggle, Robin and I knew that we wanted a good relationship with each other. The couch sessions helped to bring our issues into the open and we began to address them on the show and behind the scenes. 
The beauty of it is that over the course of the first season, Robin and I developed a wonderful relationship. Fans of the show can see how just how close we've become. Whenever they stop us in public, we almost always get some sort of comment about our relationship. Yeah, because you you read as a lesbian. <laughs> as like a <laughs> raging lesbian. Just Jen and I are just friends yeah. on Friday. Just Jen. Again, Jen, same age as me. It's water, guys. <laughs> Read the pin post block. Oh, oh, yeah, God, don't you dare. This is a medium, medium. I can't help you if you're a large. <laughs> um, watching how we began to overcome our initial struggles and differences and became close friends is both rewarding and satisfying to me. It's also important for it shows the audience that sometimes uh, something that seems dysfunctional at the start actually works when you give it some time. The success of Robin's and my friend, she calls her and Robin's relationship a success. Mm, success. Interesting. Just um, hang on with me, okay? I will. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's, the, um, like, uh, it's essential to understanding the beauty of the sister-wife relationship. Like Robin and myself, our family is constantly evolving for the better. The show brought that process to light both for us and for the audience. When I look back on our first season, I'm thrilled by our family's evolution. I love our collective strength and the maturity that has developed. Of course, there are still some moments during that first season that, while interesting to the public, I have chosen not to watch. One of those being the honeymoon episode. Oh, I wonder why. Because you were all mad because this was fucking ridiculous and Cody's a stupid asshole and Robin sucks. Yeah, because it was a horrible... It's hard to watch as people who have never met them oh, and don't we, have a relationship. When we covered it, we were dreading it all week. Like, I can't believe Ugh. I have to talk about this. God. Do you realize that we're going to have to re-recap Polygamexamist wedding and we're going to have to sit through Christine singing again? I can't wait. I'm excited. Yeah, I kind of can't wait either. <laughs> um, step back, you might get hit by a stick. I only got three hours of sleep in the past three days. So, and it's really cold, and Ariel is sick, and I just don't know. Go away, Robin, then. You don't need to be here. Um, I'm sure I'll wait. uh, Honeymoon episode. Cody, Robin, and I have made such progress in our relationships that I worry seeing them in such a romantic setting might set me back a few steps. It sent sent me back, personally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm triggered thinking about it. Um. The wedding reception episode, however, is my favorite moment of the show. That's because she was all horny, like she was acting horny all day. Mm-hmm. And then she got the last goodbye with Cody. Yeah, when they walked out like to the parking lot and they yeah. went up the steps. Yep. And then she that said- That was the last time Cody actually touched her. Right. That's why. But she was acting all horny and like Leon's in the closet. Like, what, you, what is happening right now? Yeah. Like I'm in the yeah, room. I'm standing right here. For each other. The wedding reception was my favorite moment of the show. When I watch it, I'm overwhelmed by the love and joy I see on the screen. Yeah, you can tell Christine and Janelle are just, oh, they're just full of glee, delight. Family. Love family. Well, I certainly benefited from being given an additional forum to work through some of my personal issues. When the show began 
began to air, our family suffered both individually and as a whole. Right before the first episode premiered, an article appeared in a Utah newspaper about our family and the upcoming reality show. I was working at a rehabilitation center for troubled youth at the time. Again, I was in a situation where I felt it was best to keep my family and religious beliefs to myself. When one of my co-workers read the article, she was shocked, not because of my beliefs, but because I hadn't been open with her. All these people just like, why didn't you tell me? Best friends at work. Yeah. Best friends. Yeah. Mm. I would not give a fuck if you came to me and you were like, oh, I'm a Presbyterian. Yeah. I don't care. I'm atheist. Fine. I don't don't care. Yeah. Um, when a situation I'd been, uh, I had no idea you had this lifestyle. She said the fact that I was a sister wife didn't bother her at all. Yeah. Cause no, no one cares. cares. I, I felt relieved. She now knew and still accepted me as her friend. And I hoped my employers would be just as accepting. Uh, pass gas. I discussed my lifestyle and our family being on a reality show with my immediate supervisor who had subsequently discussed the situation with upper management. No one seemed concerned for six weeks, but the day after the series of Sister Wives, the wait, what? Oh, sorry. But the day after the series premiere of Sister Wives, the Lehigh Pol- City Police Department sent out a press release that they had been investigating our family. The next time I went to work, upper management called me into the office and fired me. Here's what happened: They hate Mary, but they like couldn't figure. They're like, she's a they hard needed worker. an excuse. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. always on time. She's just nasty and she brings bad energy. They're like, bingo, here we go. Yeah, uh-huh. we got it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was devastated. All I wanted to do was help troubled kids and I was being terminated because my employer was afraid of somehow being involved with this police investigation. They said to me, Mary, what happens if the police show up here at the facility? Be like, um, they show up? Isn't this like a center for troubled youth? They're probably here <laughs> Every day anyway. At least a security guard, yeah. That's the big deal. God. Um, management told me that they were not firing me because I was a poly- polygamist. Exactly what we just said. But because they were concerned the investigation would bring unwanted attention to the facility and the children housed there. Suddenly, I'd gone from being a private person to being a public figure and a controversial one at that, Amanda. Losing my job was the most difficult thing I suffered as an individual once the show aired. It made me question whether or not our family had really done the right thing in going public. At my core, I knew it was right for us. But suddenly having to deal with losing a job that I loved and was very good at made me angry. Hmm. I wonder how Scott and her bestie, her other bestie dealt with I'm it. Sure they kept it. I'm, I'm sure they kept in touch. Her best friends. Yeah. Um, okay, our kids started to come home from school on almost a daily basis with new questions or comments from classmates about their dad being prosecuted. Uh, sure. I remember one time the kids told us that a neighbor boy had told them that he had heard Cody was going to jail. Sometimes when our kids were playing outside or walking home from school, they would see a police car on the road and get nervous, wondering why he was driving down our quiet street. Okay, that happened one time and we saw it on camera. Oh, they it showed was it all once. And they once. were just, it was just a police car. And it wasn't it because the dogs were on the road? Yeah, yeah, and it was like turning yeah. around at the end of the cul-de-sac. Also, does the, does, does the term neighbor boy not make you think of something? Neighbor boy. 
It was a character in Serial podcast. There was like a neighbor boy. Oh my God, you've forgotten. There was like a neighbor boy who said that he had seen, that he had seen a dead body. At at Lincoln Park? At Lincoln, no, no, he saw the trunk pop, Jody. Oh, right, the trunk pop. Trunk pop. We still never found out about that payphone at Best Buy. Uh, bombarded by these questions and fears, we felt it would be the best thing for us to move away and try to bring some sort of peace back to our children. I mean, we all remember the scene, Mary closing up the back of that U-Haul. We should have done a count. We should have kept count on it. How many times do you think it occurs in the series? 15? More than Oh, that, way more than that. 30. More than once a season. For yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah, and there's 18 seasons. Yeah, so like at least 30 minimum. Mm -hmm. While the move was difficult on the parents, it was terrible for our children who were being separated from their friends and the only life some of them had ever known. Leon even had to miss the dance, dad. First of all, it's the dance. (laughs) It's just really important that I go to the dance, dad. Could I not move because of the dance? And Madison's like, what about Leon? She's so (laughs) weird anyway, just to leave her here. Leanne should really stay. I don't see any reason why. <laughs> I can't blame them for thinking that we had done something terrible to them by forcing them to move. It's difficult for them, especially the older children who had deeper roots in Utah, to appreciate the po- perspective impact of the show when all they can the see is that impact. because of the show, they had to leave their friends behind. I know that when the dust settles, the children begin to understand how important this show is. Oh, they understand, babe. Yeah. So I, they yeah, know none of them talk to anyone anymore. No. They talk to Christine and Janelle. Already their lives are so much different from what they used to be. They attend large public schools in Las Vegas where they are open about being brothers and sisters. They acknowledge one another in public in a way that was nearly impossible for my generation. They have many new friends from all different faiths and backgrounds who accept them and do not judge them. This show has demystified our lifestyle and allowed the kids to be kids. The show has opened up new avenues to the adults as well. The veil of secrecy behind which we had been hiding had been completely obliterated. I feel such a sense of relief that I can finally be open with so many of my oldest friends who don't know that we are friends. Last summer, I was able to introduce Robin and Christine and many of our kids to my dear friends who ran the trophy engraving engraving shop in Wyoming, where I worked all those years ago. Okay, so that means that this book was written around season seven, maybe? Yeah, Because we're doing season six, and that was a year ago. Okay, so, okay. I mean, they, God, this is so typical Brown family. They work... They have coworkers and they just immediately think, oh, my coworkers are my best friends. They're like, yeah. they're all like misty on uh, yellow jackets. Oh, we're best friends now. We're, we're best friends forever. We're always going to be besties. Um, uh, Ma- uh, yeah. Mandesha said, I just heard somewhere that they let Leon gather their dance friends. <laughs> the dance? First of all, it's the dance. The dance friends and tell them why they were leaving town, but they had told all the other kids they couldn't tell anyone. Well, <gasps> That was Aurora until Aurora came along. Yeah. It's wonderful to be open in public. We no longer worry about what it looks like when Cody and four wives go to a restaurant together. Yeah, because you only do that for filming. Right. Name one time the five of you went out, please. You don't hang out. 
We are proud to be a family. It's also great to get so much positive feedback and support <laughs> from complete strangers on the street. However, I don't think I'll ever get used to people coming up to me and telling me that I'm their favorite wife. Well, I don't it think you need to worry about that, babe. Yeah, no one, no one, never going to happen. You don't need to get no, used it, to it. And it doesn't make sense to anyone else either, babe. Yeah. No. Although we're recognized around our neighborhood in Las Vegas, it completely took me by surprise when people in New York and Chicago approached me on the street on our publicity oh. tours. I almost have to laugh whenever anyone uses words like celebrity or famous to describe me. I'm neither of these. I'm just a mom and a wife who happens to be on TV. I'm just me. Five. This is me. Fucking kid. <laughs> um, All right. Jean yes, says yes. the book came out in May 2012, so three years into the show. Well, did they take him to right? the fucking trophy shop several times then? No, that probably tracks because they were doing more than one season a year. Oh, Is that's that right? right. Not nowadays, um, babe. Okay, 220, past gas. <sighs> doing the show has allowed us to see some amazing cities and meet amazing people. Oh, like Nauvoo and Nauvoo. Wyoming. <laughs> and you went to New York once. <laughs> um, Mass was like, this can't suck. My whole summer sucks. <laughs> We've met Ellen and Rosie Geordie. Oh, I bet they didn't know she was a lesbian. I think they definitely didn't know. No, there's a clip on TikTok of Rosie. Oh, wait, yes, we did see this. But Cody was so uncomfortable, he did not know how to handle Rosie. That's who I would like as a like, she would be a great if she was obsessed with sister wives, then I would love her to be because he doesn't know what to do with her because she's. She's a strong woman who in no way is attracted to him. So he can't, yeah. he can't charm. She doesn't take bullshit. She literally fought, like had a ongoing feud with like a former president of the United States. Like she can handle you. You, you know? said nothing and that was cowardly. It is not. Sometimes poor little Elizabeth isn't poor little Elizabeth. I took you to your first Broadway show. One of the best teeny moments of all time. Can't beat it. Okay. Uh, and the four oldest kids even got to meet Oprah with us. <gasps> oh, and she's she's a woman of color. I mean, this is this is a big trip for the Brown family. Two les two lesbians, Ellen and Rosie, and Oprah. Wow. I was so excited. Oh my God. There's a lot of name dropping going on here. Yeah. I was so excited when I had the opportunity to introduce myself to Michael. <laughs> Michael. Matthew McConaughey. Oh. Oh. How'd they get him? Wait, it gets better. Uh, uh oh. Only to have Robin and Christine ruin the moment by acting like giddy 14 year olds around him. You know that Robin was like, he's he definitely like is into me. Oh, I, like he knows that I'm like the sexy hottest wife. Like she was trying to have like that like silent like I'm hot, you're hot. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like the, the you know how it is with these yeah. crazy wives. Yeah, <laughs> I love how how Mary thinks that she's cool. Like I was playing it cool, and then these two over here, these giddy fourteen year olds. Yeah. I'm just talking to this talented actor. She's talking to Matthew McConaughey, and he's like looking over his shoulder, and he's like, Can "Some." They're like, "It looks oh like God. he wants to be saved over Security? there." Security. Security. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been um fourteen year old. I've been a huge fan of Matthews for years. Name Math one Matthews. Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> Name one movie that Matthew McConaughey's in. Honey. One. Uh, what, what's a failure to launch, or what's that like? Lose a guy and 
14 oh, days. Oh, how to lose a guy in 10 days. Yeah. yeah. There was another one. One of the funniest moments ever was um, me and Brad and like our, Joan was there. We're, we're in a theater. I forget what movie we were watching, but there was a preview for, I think it was called Fool's Gold. And it was with Matthew McConaughey and Kate um, Goldie Hawn's daughter. Yeah. Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. I feel like they're always, they're in every movie together. Right. Okay. Um, I think they were both in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, actually. Yeah. But the preview ended, and it's just clearly going to be a shit movie. And the preview ended, and there was like a couple moments of silence before the next preview started. And you could tell the audience was like, Ugh. and Brad just goes, that looks good. And the entire <laughs> audience burned like laughed, and I was so proud of him. Oh. <laughs> it was like, that was good. Another I time. Him. <laughs> it's my husband. My husband, everyone. Another time he started a full clap before we saw Dream Girls. Oh, like that's we Paige's sitting... dream. She always tries to be the first one to clap, like during a oh, theater but thing. This was before the, anything was happening. Before it was Every, happening. Everyone oh. was waiting for the oh, show. Oh, that start. you told me that. And he just started. Clap. I, 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 I was crying. That's I was funny. laughing so hard. We were like, we, our shoulders were just shaking for like twenty minutes after that. Um, during, uh, I've been a huge fan of Matthews for years, although it's not true. I often tease Cody that Matthew is the reason I let him grow his hair long. It is, their hair is nothing alike, babe. Not even close. While we travel for the show, we get booked in some fan... Oh, is Walter yawning? Jesus. Um, while we travel for the show, we get booked in some fantastic high-rise hotels with awesome views. Oh, they're such losers. What places have they even been that have high-rise hotels other high, than New York? High-rise hotels, Amanda, with awesome views. They're really awesome. It's like destiny. <laughs> I know this sounds like a wonderful experience. Oh, no, it's one of my favorites. Oh, one of my favorites was looking out over Central Park in New York City, baby. She's such um, a city. She's such a carry. Very <laughs> such a carry. Uh, I know this sounds like a wonderful experience, but the downside is that when we're on these trips, we are usually going, going, going to the point that we don't get to enjoy the room or the view at all. On most occasions, we're up at the crack of dawn, running all day, only to come back to the room too late at night to do anything but fall into bed and try to be ready for another day. Oh, you know what that sounds like? Working. Yeah, having right. a job. And these are like... Four or five day to, uh, tours tops. Yeah, probably really so, nice hotels. You're getting room so service. But you're working. This is called your job, you yep. dumbass, selfish bitch. Sometimes because of the tight schedule we're usually up against, our emotions can really get the best of us. One thing we have all had to learn to do through this is to get phenomenally better at patience, kindness, and forgiveness. Mm. Uh, in addition to the ups and downs of travel, there's always the negative publicity we've had to deal with. Once you become a public figure, you lay yourself open to that. I know that there will always be someone who has something unpleasant to say about my marriage, my hair, my weight, or any number of other things. It just comes with the territory. Your horrible my personality. Yeah. That chip really on your shoulder. Your victim complex. Yatan. My way of dealing with it all. I choose to ignore the polls and commentary on the internet about our show or family members. I have more important things to do with my time. Go ahead and list them. Get one. I'll, I'll, I'll get a pen and paper if you want to. Jen, I'll write up, write Fridays down. with friends. Just one. Fridays oh, yeah. Uh, in many ways, I keep getting notified, by the way, on Instagram. Because I finally turned on notifications on Instagram. So now uh -oh. on Fridays, I get like, Mary Brown has just gone live. It happened at like 7.18 the other day. Like, there's just no time for it. 
They just go live whenever. Well, we're just a friend. It's, it's just, just water. Mm. It's just water. <laughs> In many ways, the show has unified us. When we travel together, we are a tightly knit group. We don't let anyone breach our boundaries because together we exhibit strength in numbers, which oh, is the sure. backbone of our family unity. Being open in public has only reinforced that. Our strength in the face of public scrutiny is what makes us special. It's what makes our show positive and important for us and our children. And with that, Okay, so that chapter had nothing to do with celebrity no. except that one chapter about, about Matthew. Oprah. Ellen and Rose. That was it. Yeah, and how we got that. We got that cool story. Even get to enjoy the hotel room because she yeah. has to like go do things. Go 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 go. Um, she, we also got that awesome story about uh her friend Scott. Oh right, and her other best friend, who was like, oh that's totally fine. She was nameless in the book. Yeah, bestie. Next week All we right, got Janelle. Well. Ugh, good old trusty Janelle. See Janelle. Well, Great. guys, remember subscribe, smash that like subscribe, share, do all the things. Patreon, we got Mrs. Maisel coming up. We're finishing, we're finishing. We're starting season seven. Shouldn't take us that long though, because it's a shorter season. Seven, seven episodes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then what else? Join our Facebook group. All the links are everywhere. And anything else, Amanda? No, just we'll hope you guys have a good week and we'll see you next Sunday. Thank you for joining us. Love you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, guys, it's been a blast. Thank you so much for joining us today on our We Love to Hate Everything channel. Please do not forget to hit that subscribe button. Give us a like or even a comment and click on that bell if you want notifications because you never know when we might pop up and go live. Please check out our other two podcasts on Patreon where we snark on even more TV, movies, and pop culture. We got Total Request Podcast. That's patreon.com slash trpod. And we love to hate TV. Patreon.com slash love to hate TV. Thanks again, and we will see you next time. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.